welcome to the Sauscast, episode 67. It would have been better if it was 69 with you guys over here. From <laughs> but we're on episode 67. Welcome to Sauscast. This is where finance meets romance, only here on Valuetainment, the number one channel on the planet for entrepreneurs. My name is Adam Sosdick. All my friends call me Saz. You know this. And we're here for a few reasons. To help men and entrepreneurs out there increase their status, their financial status, their relationship status, and win in life. We want to see you get paid, laid, and do it your way. Speaking of getting paid and laid, we've got a very special guests in the house today. I've seen a lot of your content. I've only seen a little bit of your Twitch con- <laughs> okay. content. But um, today we're going to have a, a, a conversation, a debate, a discussion, an understanding. We're going to, you're, you're an interesting dude. You're a very interesting dude. We're going we're gonna to go deep on relationships, red pill, blue pill, all this, money, politics, You've got depth. That's one thing that I'll tell about you. You're people, you know, a lot there's a lot of name calling online. One thing that I will say that you are not is an idiot. Thanks. Okay. Okay. I I actually, you know, for sure. Um, with that being said, we got Destiny and Melina, wife, girlfriend, what what's the relationship? Wife. Mm -hmm. She G checked me with her eye, just so you know. It's wife, buddy. (laughs) It's wife. I got a ring. Let's see the ring. Where's the ring? I was looking for a ring. There's no ring, exactly. We've been married for almost a year now. Hold on, there's no ring? No ring. Uh, it's a complicated a ordeal. Okay? I do. Oh, originally, she didn't. Originally, she was on that, oh, marriage doesn't mean anything and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. But we had yeah. to get married because she's it's Swedish. It's not about that. Uh, it's it's more about... Marriage. Yeah, mm. well, it, I mean, we love each other. We want to live yeah. together. But the problem is if she lives in Sweden and we're not married, she can only be here for like two or three months of the year, maybe, if mm-hmm. immigration lets her in. So we, obviously we get married. It doesn't have to be a ring, but it would be cute with something. Yeah, you know, okay. Like, hold you know, on. I need you to... Where's the camera? Uh, we got cameras all around. I need, you to, look, I need you to look into that camera yes. and say, when we first got married, I didn't want a ring. I didn't say shit about that. Just I so everybody knows. I don't even remember that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I don't speak no English. Okay. I don't speak exactly. English. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, y'all. Okay, let's let's yeah. be clear here. Melina. Hey, let's just it's clear not the my air. fault you picked someone that was 20, okay? Okay, listen. You were 20 at the time, you're saying? Yeah, yeah Robin the Cradle. Now you're 24. Yeah. All right, so let's be clear. Start him young, buddy. I get it. Um, do you want a ring now, Melina? Um... It doesn't necessarily have to be ring. Melina, do you want a ring or not? Sure. Okay. Sure. Can we make this happen? Yeah. I'll probably get one eventually, yeah. Really? If, I mean, you, be, uh, if you can behave for more than like three months. Okay, time. I'll <laughs> say this though. I haven't asked that much. Melina, but whenever you got he gets, three months no, 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 of good no. behavior whenever or you don't he, get a ring. Whenever he gets like drunk or high or something, yeah. you start We're, talking about, oh, maybe I should get your ring. I was thinking about... Um, no, getting you this know. thing like he keeps saying this and he's probably said it more and just because he's been saying that for so long I'm like yeah. of course I'm wondering if he's like keep teasing me about it of Got course it. but so just <laughs> and by the way I'm saying this because I understand this more than you know and I've, I've revealed a little bit of this and maybe I'll be a little revealing today this whole meet a girl lover foreign ring no ring paperwork we're together we're not together other people involved I'm very familiar with that relationship so but so it, it's a not your traditional marriage is, is what the bottom line is, correct? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, word to the wise, buddy, she's going to want to ring at some point. Oh, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I got a lot of questions for you guys. I want to understand you guys. I want to understand this relationship. Destiny and Melina, your real name is Steve? Yeah, definitely. Steve. Should I call you Steve? Steven. Destiny? Steven is good, yeah. Like, I'm looking Steve. at you as like a little white dude. I kind of want to call you Steven. And then when I see yeah. Destiny, I'm thinking stripper yeah. but that's not you don't worry nope not <laughs> maybe we get drinking and start getting a little crazy maybe, maybe that guy comes yeah. out yeah destiny anyway 
We're gonna we're gonna go two hours strong here. I hope you guys use the bathroom. If not, it could get pretty messy around here. Um, we got Natalia on the ones and twos. She's gonna hi, be hi. checking super chat. She's gonna be reading your comments. She's gonna be giving her Nat's rant at some point. Yes. Getting involved. So Nat, would you would you would you uh, manage the chat? Would you have anything you want to yes. add before we get going here? Yes. Well, welcome everybody. Happy Friday here from the Sauce Cast. Uh, mm-hmm. We appreciate all you guys tuning in today. Uh, give us some good questions for our guests. You know, we have a really really good panel uh, lined up today. So make sure you guys comment, like, subscribe, share the video, um, and let's get to hundred thousand subscribers. I think it's about time. Mm, it's about gonna happen this yes. week. Can we get uh, the chat up there? Yeah. Real quick before we get to know Destiny and Molina, I gotta give a shot. I gotta pay some bills around here i don't know if you're if you're in the in the pain bills game i don't know if you are but you probably are depending on your relationship but we got to talk about our sponsor today and it has to do with what is the fastest growing crime in america what do you think is the fastest growing crime in america fastest growing yes. crime in america uh crypto scams that's number two <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all around the world number one though identity is theft? identity theft okay. ding 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 right. ding destiny in the house there's actually a new victim every 14 seconds so it's actually crazy. It's a stupid stat. It's like you assumed it happened years ago, but I guess just now identity theft has now exceeded that of a home burglary. I guess home burglary was where it was at. That's where the theft kind of came from. And then now it's identity theft. I actually sat down with PBD, Patrick Beth David, Jedediah. We all said, all right, let's check out or let's see what we got going on over here. And we were shocked, dismayed, awed, disgusted at how many times our identity was compromised. Pat won, I think it was like at 50. I had 45. Jed was somewhere at 40s. But 40, 50 times our identity was compromised. Possible hacks, passwords, insane. So um, I think we all realized like if it can happen to us, it can happen to anybody. Happen to you. Happen to us. Um, Anyway, that's why we're um, partnering with Aura. I don't want my identity hacked, so I thank you for that. Aura, they gave me a free trial. I checked it out. There was that. So let me read some disclaimers so you guys understand what's going on, and we'll get into the show. So... To be clear, identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, VPN, password management, antivirus software, the whole thing is it's all in one. There's a lot of different apps that do this, I do this, I do that, but it's all in one. So it's like rather than having all these different apps and tools you're using, just use this one thing. And I think that what do they say is like if you only have one of those things, it's like locking your front door but leaving the back door open. I thought that was Mm. a good analogy. Mm. in any event, or it monitors the dark web for your emails, passwords, all that stuff, social security numbers, all basically the stuff that they can hack you on. And then um, you connect it to your to your credit, to your bank accounts, you get notified up to four times faster than any anyone out there. So they're legit. They know what they're doing. The VPN allows you to stay anonymous online by keeping your browsing history and your personal information safe and encrypted. All that geeky stuff that I'm not even familiar with, they handle all that stuff. Antivirus software, malware, viruses, all this geeky shit that nobody wants to talk about. This is what they do. Anyway, with that being said, protect yourself from the fastest growing crime in America, which is not crypto scams. It is identity theft. Thank you, Destiny. You can get a two-week free trial. Here it is. I'm all about save that money. Save that identity. Get a (laughs) two-week free trial. And you can do that at Aura.com. A-U-R-A. That's Aura.com slash SauceCast. Let me know if you're going to do this. Not leave a comment if this has ever happened to you. Save that money. Save that identity. Uh, check out Aura, 14 days net. Yes, I love that. Okay, with that being said, let's start the show. Okay, so Destiny, you know, I never do this with guests, so feel honored. I usually get right into the show. But because I feel like you're such a unique character, at least every interview I've seen you do, or every, I'm like, "This this guy's saying shit that nobody else wants to say or hear. 
So I feel like I really want to understand where you're coming from. So I'm going to ask you a couple quick questions, rapid fire, so I understand what you got going on. Feel free to weigh in. Melina, this is a full discussion. (laughs) This isn't a man-on-man thing. Like, get involved, threesome style. Yes. And, uh, all right, so first and foremost, I want to understand who Destiny is. So probably the easiest way to do that is walk me through 16-year-old Destiny, high school, 10th grade. You're out there in where, Nebraska? Um, yeah, 16 year old Destiny would have been, I think, living with his grandma and his dad in a senior citizen apartment home while I was doing high school and working after high school uh, as like a janitor to kind of like pay for my education. Um, what do you mean a janitor to pay for your high school education? There's like um, some schools, it was a private high school and they offered a work, Got it was it. called work study. Yeah. So we at the, you'd have the little clock in machine mm-hmm. at 2 30, you'd, you'd clock in and then for two and a half hours you'd do janitorial work around the school, you'd clock out at five o'clock. You were the janitor at the school even though you were at the school? Kind of, yeah, well, like a, what were they, just call us like a work study kid, you know, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, that was where? Nebraska? Omaha, Nebraska, yeah. It was in Omaha. Gotcha. So that's why you're a big Cornhuskers fan? Uh, it used to be. Okay, and you grew up in Sweden? Yes. Okay. Um, and you've been in America how long? Back and forth for like, Three and a half years, I think. Okay. So you guys yeah. met in Sweden or where? No, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Backpacking, what? You were just graduating um, high school? You were, What were you doing? Yeah, I graduated high school and then I worked for two years or so, I think it was. And then um, I just basically left okay. and just did my own thing. I'm out. Yeah. And you're how old much. now? 24. 24. And you're mm-hmm. how old? 33. 33. All right. Nine-year mm-hmm. age gap. All right. So 16-year-old Destiny, when you're not cleaning things up, going to school... What are you into? Are you into sports? Are you into hobbies? Are you into <laughs> politics? You're into debate? You're video gaming? Like, what was your deal? I'm always, like, very argumentative. Like, that's, like, debating people's what I think, but not, like, obviously professionally. I was playing video games. That's where the lion's share of my time was poured into. StarCraft and RuneScape with two close friends I had back in the day. Gotcha. So, like, no sport. You didn't play soccer. They weren't playing baseball. You weren't doing weightlifting. You were, you were either... cross country for a little bit, but okay. you had to do, like, two years of some sport. So, gotcha. I had the most boring fucking one there, yeah. What was that? Cross country. Yeah, you just you're running. You, right? Yeah. Um, but mostly video games. Yeah. Got it. All right. So uh, virginity. What age did you lose your virginity? Um, probably 16 or 17. 16. So you're oh. in high school doing your thing. All right. You want to answer that? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Was it when you met Destiny? No. You had already slept with other guys before Destiny. Of course. Wait, uh, what do you mean? Hold on, wait, really? You hold on, you just, <laughs> Destiny, I'm sorry, bro. I mean, I had to. Jesus Christ. How old were you? 16. Okay. Yeah. And Nat, you're still a virgin, right? Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's Mom, if you're listening. Yeah. All right, cool. And political affiliation. You're a pretty liberal guy, right? I'd say like pretty far left right now, yeah. Far left. Yeah. So if there's a football field, I love asking this. This is what I ask everybody. This is a football, football field, 50-yard line, right? Mm-hmm. On the one end, like... If you're on one end on the right side on the goalpost, you're fucking, you know, magging it up like at like beyond. a 15, 20 yard line. I on think. the left side. Yeah. 15, 20 yard on the left side. So um, politically, uh, who would be left of you? Um, anybody that calls themselves a communist or a socialist. So okay, like you AOC, are not that. No, absolutely not. Okay. So is that, so the fringe elements, the, t- the 10%, the 10 yard line, mm-hmm. that's more communist socialist yeah communist socialists only... are people that are like hardcore progressive yes. like i have a lot of progressive values but i don't okay. do a lot of the progressive like language policing or stuff like that gotcha so but 15 yard lines pretty left bro. i'm yeah i'm pretty left okay and so like who... if you want to argue about like uh should like uh 16 year olds be allowed to have hormones if they want to do like trans stuff i probably support that okay so yeah pretty okay. far left do your thing bro <laughs> okay yeah um and then who's to the right of you <laughs> 
So who's on the 20 yard line? Who's on the 30 yard line, especially in the Democratic Party today? Um, like very moderate Democrats are probably going to be to the right of me. Um, like your mansions and cinemas for sure are going to be to the well, right. Well, they're of probably me. on like the 45, 50 yard on line. The, yeah. That's um, kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Just, so okay. to, just to be clear. Yeah, that's fine. So like center, moderate, some things I'm a little left on, some things I'm a little right. Mm-hmm. But who, what Democrats these days, I feel like there's like, I'm a, uh, you know, traditional Dixiecrat, traditional liberal, JFK liberal, Clinton liberal. That like these days we're probably even been more Republican. Like Joe Manchin is more Republican now. Who? What Democrats are twenty five yard line, thirty yard line? Um, oof. I don't know right now. I'm not yeah. sure. It's hard because like um, like I would say to some extent that I pro- might align more with Biden, but I yeah. feel like Biden pushes pretty far left on some things that I wouldn't necessarily agree with, yeah. and then not as much on other things. I think that like from like the twenty yard line to like the forty yard line, there's a lot of issues that are like make or break. So some people, um, some people might be like forty yard line people, so like kind of mm-hmm. moderate, but they're very anti gun. Um, whereas like I'm kind of pro gun. Um, so it's, yeah, it's going to depend on like the individual policy issues at gotcha. that point. Yeah. Issue by issue. Yeah. Are you an issue guy or are you just voting down the ballot Democrat? I am an issue guy, but I'm okay. definitely voting down the ballot. Have you ever voted for Republican? Absolutely fucking you, not. You've never voted for never. anything Republican? Oh my God, no. Hmm. Do you think that that helps your credibility or hurts your credibility? The fact that you won't even consider, oh, I'll consider. looking to the right. I've considered. I've considered. What have you considered? I'd consider voting for Republican, but I haven't seen any of that. What Republican do you think? All right, all right, all right, buddy. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the first. You can take. You can pop my Republican cherry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Who? Um, well, for the last. Um, let's see. For the last presidential election, if I think about um, it, it wouldn't have been. I would never vote for Trump. There's no way. There's nothing. But if can... I think of like the primary candidates and everybody involved in that, uh, like in 2016, mm-hmm. like like a Rubio maybe. Um, Cruz probably not, but your like face like that. like cringed as you there's, said his name. I hope did we get a did we get a close up on that camera? Okay, <laughs> yeah, there's like a yeah I don't know. Republicans are kind of crazy, man, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Well, like there's like I like I can vibe with a lot of parts of conservatism, mm-hmm. but a lot of the Republicans and their stances on some things just like immediately like shut me down. Gotcha. And and, yeah. and if there were by the way, we're gonna cover a lot of topics. I didn't plan on spending a lot of time on politics. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do that later, but since we're on it. If AOC won the nomination, you said she's further left than you, and Trump won the nomination, who would you vote for in that instance? Almost certainly AOC. You Oof. would vote for AOC. Yeah, it would be. A, it would hurt though. Okay, so and, <laughs> and are you like if the country voted for an AOC, mm-hmm. and then after AOC was like Bernie Sanders' grandkid and now her son, and he now he's the guy, mm-hmm. and then AOC's you know relationship. I don't know if she's relationship, but point is like these people, their family, their people. And they kept going left. Would you be okay with America sprinting left? I mean, AOC is already too far left to me. Right. Left for me, so no, I would be okay. But, but you just voted for her, is what I'm saying. Well, I don't want them sprinting right either. Damn. Okay. So where do you think Trump is on the that football field? Um, Trump is hard to place in the football field because he's not like a policy or issues guy. Mm-hmm. He's like a populist guy. Yeah. So when you analyze Trump, I think you have to look at him through the lens of like establishment versus uh, anti-establishment. And the way that Trump tries to undermine a lot of the establishments makes me a little nervous. Undermine like NATO and the FBI and the CIA? These NATO, type of yeah, or like voting or, oh. you know, like our You know, like rights. democracy. Yeah, that type of stuff. That kind of yeah, a thing. Makes me a little nervous. All the right. media, yeah. Well, we're going to discuss a lot of politics for sure throughout the show. By the way, do you have uh, strong political affiliations or ideologies? I feel like we're just similar. You're Swedish, so are you just yeah. kind of like, whatever my man says I'm into? No, I, I feel like when we met each other, we already had like very similar views and things do you guys ever debate politics 
We'll argue about like some social stuff, but that's I mean, it. Yeah. I think I'm more into the social stuff, like in general. Like that's mm-hmm. probably like the things that I'm more interested in. That's like how I met him as well. So like I, I was watching his YouTube content in New Zealand. Uh, when I was in Sweden. So like oh, a half so year you had before. already watched him before you guys met in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh. So and did you plan to meet New Zealand or hey, hey I recognize you, Destiny? Um, no, we got in contact and then... Um, started chatting on Instagram. Yeah. Who slid in whose DM? Mm. Of course I did. You made the oh. first move. Of course. That never happens. Really? What was it about Wait, Destiny? Do you, really think, like, line? do you really think that he's the sort of guy that would just like slide into girls' DMs? Just like... I don't know. I'm about yeah. to find out. We're about to spend two hours with each other. I don't know. <laughs> oh, That's like the one um, thing that I, what he did you never say? does. What did you say when you slid in his DM? Um, so the story is I watched one of his YouTube videos and then he said... In his YouTube video, stop DMing me on Instagram. Only cutie pies can. And then I message him, "Am I a cutie pie?" What's a cutie pie? What is like a cutie pie? Like, what a is cute a cutie pie? Okay, gotcha. I don't know yeah. if this is like some gamer fucking thing. You know? And I realized, like, oh, he has an Instagram, but I didn't know that. And I was like, gotcha. Yeah. Then I okay, Destiny. How many chicks are actually sliding in your DM, or people are sliding in your DM? Mm. I think quite a bit. When you get to like e celeb status, yeah, for sure, it's a lot. E celeb status. Yeah. Is that is that like e gamer status? What's e well, like if you're like a YouTuber or like a Instagram or a Twitter person or whatever, right? I imagine you get a decent number of people messaging you. Gotcha. Probably, yeah. All right. Mm. And then uh, you're you're a pretty girl from Sweden. Were a lot of da- guys sliding in your DM? Of course, but of it's course. not it's not very nice. Really? Oh. Why? Dick pics? What are they doing? What was the one what we just the, saw? We saw it today. Uh, it was Please like, step crush on my balls. balls. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. It's usually how... What's up with these ball crushers out there? <laughs> I just don't understand. I feel like they, they have the chance. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have the chance to like actually talk to someone, but that's like, if they're going to start the conversation that way, of course I'm not going to respond. Yeah, I think that's, that's a like ve- I don't understand. They're not very good at this. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty yeah. uh, safe so, mantra. Never start yeah. a conversation with... I like but getting that's my always, balls crushed. Or like, please show your feet. I'll pay money for it. Like, you know, that's okay. like usually all yeah, there is. Very forward. So for me, it's actually harder to like find people to like meet or talk to because mm-hmm. it, there's just full of this fucking like whenever there's like one reasonable person, there's like 100 of like the, the weird ones. That's so I will, I will always mm-hmm. miss the, the good ones. All right. Well, anyway, with that being said, I think I have a very deep understanding <laughs> with who Destiny is, who Melina is, how you guys met, your political affiliations, what you stand for, and what you don't stand for, especially weird fucking random DMs with dick pics and smashing of the balls. Got it. All right. <laughs> with that being said, can we talk a little bit about your guys' relationship? I've brought you guys both on because I've seen some of your content. I've seen a little bit of your content. and I've seen you guys talk about each other. And I said, let's have these guys on together to kind of hear it from them. Is that fair? Sure. Sure. All right. So here's what I've heard. You tell me what I'm right, what's wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, so let's clarify this. So I've heard you say that you're a proponent of monogamy, um, but you're also in an open relationship. I, I believe you're both both bisexual. Okay. You're both bisexual. So that's four situations going on here. You have threesomes with both guys and girls. All that going on right there. So a lot of people are probably like, ah, make some sense of what the hell's happening with this Destiny Molina Love triangle, what's going on? So, what the hell's going on? Would you just kind of explain, if you could, just keep it simple, the 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 essence of your guys' relationship? Yeah, I mean, I think we both love each other. We want to spend time together, loving each other, and like doing fun, like coupley things, like I guess any couple would do. But we also both like fucking around with other people, so we do that too. It's basically that simple, yeah. Just that simple that you want to have sex with other people, but you guys love each other and you're trying to kind of find that balance yeah that's a partner yeah it's simple but it's not it's not easy it's simple but it's not easy there's a lot of like obviously (laughs) complicated scenarios can arise sometimes people can feel upset about stuff but Mm -hmm. yeah for the most part when you say complicated scenarios what's the most complicated scenario um 
We're pretty cool, you know. So people kind of. I think the issue is usually somebody trying to peel a partner off of somebody else. So like somebody getting too much into me, and then they start to not like Melina, and then yeah. stuff gets weird around there. Basically, yeah. you're saying like the, the is there now? Is it just like one and done? Like you bring a girl in, or you bring you bring guys in as well? Correct. Not we haven't we done haven't that yet. That, no. We probably will at some point, but not yet. It's hard to find guys that's like. Like, if there's someone reaching out to both of us and wants to have a threesome, it's most likely the case that they just want me and that they just really like the idea of, like, him watching or something, which is not really what we're super into. He wants to participate, you're saying? It just yeah, sounds, we did a threesome. Yeah. We're always, like, doing threesomes. It's not like somebody, yeah, like, in the like, corner. With like, another course. girl, always. Y- yeah, you, it, that's how it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Because okay. there's, like, way more bisexual women than there are bisexual men. Well, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's hard to find so, guys that's interested in any end. Yeah, bisexual men is not a thing that I've run into. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Like, yeah. I don't know. 100% it's, either, of the, it's either straight or... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, true. I, like, I remember this <laughs> I remember one time. Too. So, like, 100% of the people I've ever had sex with have been women. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think your average is? It's probably, like, 98% have been women or 97. It's a lot. It's mostly women. Like Mostly women. women. So, the guys that you are willing to do that, that 2-3%, do they have a similar theme? Like, are they super gay? Are they manly men and they dominate you? Like, how, what kind of guys? It's are usually you into? like, um, I don't do much when it comes to like gay relationship stuff. Like, yeah. I just like to like mess around with people. There's not like a whole like sub dom dynamic. Like, I'm not looking for some dude to be like a bear daddy gotcha. guy or like some subby twinkie guy or whatever. It's just like usually chill people. What? What? Like, I'll give you a story and okay, then you tell me. It. Like, so I remember I was like in uh, college, and uh, a good girlfriend of mine. She's like Adam, this guy that I'm with. Um, I, have, I don't know what to do. He's He keeps telling me that, like, I don't know. He's, he, he told me that he gave a guy a blowjob last week. And I don't know what, I don't, I, he's my boyfriend. I don't, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's gay. She's like, what do, you, what do you mean? It's my boyfriend. I'm like, no, he he sucks dick. He's gay. And she's like, no, that, that couldn't be. He's, he's my boyfriend. I'm like, I don't know guys, guys that do that to other guys. Okay. And I was like, well, why don't you just have a conversation with them and just be like, honey, babe, whatever. Like, I think you're gay. And it turned out the guy was gay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been my thing. Like, if either you're like doing that or you're doing that. But you're basically saying you could suck a couple dicks or whatever and not be gay. <laughs> yeah, this feels like, a, this feels like a high school conversation. But yes. Yes. Um, so this is like the complicated part about like bisexuality, I think. Yes. Is there's a lot of fear that. One, some people lie about being bisexual. So for women, this is yeah. really common. A yeah. lot of people will approach us and like, oh yeah, like it'd be so fun to like sleep with both of you and, and do we would like and stuff. be in the bedroom until we know like no, this this but girl is not into women But then you find that like yeah, the girl is like very much not bisexual no. and is like doesn't really want to do anything sexual like a girl yeah. at all. But she's to, just like trying to fight with, with Melina. You're yeah, saying. she yeah, just wants yeah. to be with me and she's using the bisexual as like a hook end. Yeah. Um, and then for actual bisexual women, for lesbian women, it can be really hard dealing with bisexual women because a lot of them are like, oh yeah, like I'm so bi, like I love being bi. And it's like, like well, what have you done with thing. a woman? And it's like, well, you know, one time I got really drunk and I made out with a friend, and it's like, you're not bi at all. You would never like eat a woman out or do anything like sexual with a woman. Like, but there's a lot of women that do that because it's like it's seen as like kind of trendy or attractive sometimes depending on who you're talking to or it can um, get like a guy's attention yeah you can get a guy's attention with it yeah mm-hmm. and then for um men and women there's a scary thing that some people are bisexual 
but they're kind of like gay in denial. So they start being straight and it's not really working. And then they try being bi and now they're having a lot of fun. And then they realize like, fuck, I'm actually gay. And then they leave completely. Yeah, so, that's essentially the story that yeah. I was trying to say is that he was pretending mm -hmm. that now, he I was say, straight. I wouldn't say pretending. I would say people are exploring. They're trying to figure it out. Sure, but exploring. that's like the fear that a lot of gay people and straight people have with bisexual people. So like a really common complaint that I'll hear from lesbians is like, mm -hmm. and it's, I'm not approving of any of this because it's shitty for actually bisexual people. But a lot of like straight people be like, I'm never dating a bisexual person because I don't, they're going to leave me for somebody else. Like a lot, I, I, this is a complaint I more commonly hear from lesbians. Maybe that's with gay men as well. No, probably not as much. For lesbians, they'll start dating like a bisexual woman, a bisexual woman, and they'll date for a little bit. But then as soon as like a man comes along, she's like, okay, I'm going to leave. I actually, I want to date a guy instead. And it's like, fuck, she wasn't like, but him. I don't think anyone's going to find that like crazy that women can be a little more fluid. Like we, oh, we all I know, know girls. I don't believe that, but yeah. What are you talking about, bro? Mm. Like I'm, every college party I was ever at, girls are making out with each other. Yeah, okay, Zero here. parties the yeah. homies are making out in the corner. Let me, okay, I'll fight with you on this, but this is, a, this is a way deeper conversation. I don't know how deep you want to go into this. We're I, here. Let's I go. don't know if women associate a lot of their like femininity necessarily with dicks and sex. Like there's a lot of ways for women to express their femininity that doesn't necessarily tie into their um, sexual activities. And two girls making out with each other can be yeah. seen as very attractive from like men, right? Like yeah. they love seeing that so shit, trendy. right? That's why like for a guy- They're just looking for men's attention. Yeah. Well, so or, they're doing or, that or even if they're, even the cool they're not crowd. looking for it, like when men think, like a lot of men have no idea what real lesbians look like. When men think of lesbians, they think of like two hot as fuck 24 year old blonde chicks that, yeah, they're lesbians, but they'll suck your dick together, right? No, That's what men think of. I don't of. think that men think of that I think as a those lot are, of men look at lesbians. If you think if of like lipstick like, lesbians, hot lesbians, yeah. Well, we've all seen the chick with the flannel and the cutoff, and she's like butch. Like, <laughs> sure, they that's might, a lesbian, but like when homie. you're searching like porn. lesbian porn and shit, that's it's not all what comes gonna up. be oh, like. If you want to go porn? Sure. Yeah. Well, but that I think that that's informs a lot of how we. Like. Yeah, I think that's how it informs yeah. a lot of how we view things. And yeah. I think a lot of guys. Well, if, if we're gonna judge porn by that, that means every stepmother's banging their stepson. If we're gonna go by <laughs> porn with this, so porn isn't real life. Sure. Okay. It's not real life, but it can be instructive. Here's here's the thing. I don't. We can't pull people right now, but I think that if you pull. And I can only go by what people have told me. A lot of lesbian women will have guys that will try to talk them in a dick. Like if I maybe if we flirt, if we're chill or whatever, like I think I can get you to fuck me. A lot of guys yeah. have that feeling with like lesbian women. Smooth and talkers. Kind of, yeah. And they and they feel like it's yeah, you're lesbian, but I know you need dick. I know you need it. Um when it comes to men though, mm -hmm. men frame a lot of their masculinity, I think, through things that happen with their dick. So like the idea of like sucking a dick is literally emasculating like if you do that you are less of a man or if you kiss a guy you're less of a man yeah like i have a friend who says like mm -hmm. yeah i mean not gay but he sucked my dick bro like i didn't exactly. suck it like, yeah it's like, you get into really weird territory like they that. usually say that as a joke okay so, but well, sometimes but not always <laughs> no but like, it's usually yeah. a joke so but i think like, but, so when you talk about 20 like, bucks to 20 bucks like these kind of jokes are out there but i don't sure. think most guys go down that path no most definitely don't but but when you so when you think about like well who's more fluid i think women have the space to be more fluid because there's never ever going to be a time where you're like oh my god two girls got drunk and they made out like yeah. guys are like jerking off they're like that's so fucking hot but two guys are making out that's like ooh, is he like even a man or is yeah. he kind of like effeminate is am i getting like twinkie vibes now like what's going on yeah so i think that there's a lot less space for men to be fluid because there's so much and i think this is where kind of like a lot of the homo i don't want to say homophobia but a lot of the like don't touch me don't look at me the way like i'm not gay like blah 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 like that, mm -hmm. there's like a really protectiveness around male straightness because it's like seen as kind of like a, a like em, em, emblematic of your masculinity all right uh, is there anything you want to add to that because i want to show you guys a clip to kind of i want to understand your relationship a little bit but as far as like 
the masculinity, femininity, sex. Is there anything you kind of want to add to I Destiny? I think it's pretty accurate, yeah. Okay. Says, yeah. She's here for support. I like that. You chime in whenever <laughs> I mean, you want, it's Melina. not like we argue about We're these things. Agree like, we stuff, agree yeah. because okay. we also, like, we experience these things because yeah. we are involved with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to see this a lot. That's why it is hard to find, like, men that are into, like, some sort of three thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's really easy to find girls. But sometimes when we end up actually, like, being with a girl... She doesn't seem to be interested in doing anything yeah. with me at all, and it gets really awkward. Like, a lot of her, all the time. A lot of her opinions are going to come from me telling her about my experiences, and a lot of my mm-hmm. opinions are going to come from her telling me about her experiences. So and, of course, yeah. you're gonna and, and I appreciate you know like the numbers, whether it was politically, whether it's sexually. <laughs> you know, you said politically, you're on the 15 yard line on the left. Sexually, you said 90 plus percentage have been with women. Women, yeah. And then you know, you know, less than that of men. What's your breakdown between the, how many men you've been with, women you've been with, percentage wise? Mm, maybe 30 percent women. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're halfway there. You keep trying, kid. You're gonna get fifty fifty. No doubt. <laughs> right? um, it's just, it's just, it's just really hard as a woman to find a girl that actually is bi or like in, like into women at all. It's really hard to find because you could. I, I've even like flirted with women in DMs, and then no. I'm like, Stephen, I can't. Can't there have been times where I can't tell if this girl is into me or not. She's basically just saying like, "Please eat my pussy," and I have no idea mm-hmm. if she actually wants this or not. You, like, is that and, your thing though? Like, if a girl comes over, is that your thing with her? You want her to do that to what you? What do you think we else would? I don't know. I'm asking <laughs> you the questions. I don't know what you like to eat. No, but my um, <laughs> like, I feel like a woman can do that, and it means absolutely nothing. It's just like a funny way to talk like yeah mm-hmm. please eat my pussy <laughs> it was so funny like what's it, your most pleasurable sort of... thing for you like damn Destiny's... you're really you just switched it into something else <laughs> are we there. not having this conversation <laughs> i mean wait what was the question like Sorry. the most pleasurable thing for you like you write like destiny you know penetration women you know clitoral stipul- stimulation like you must have a thing this is like a which, which one this do you is like prefer? a question uh what i prefer yeah. um i i think i'm very just prefer anything I don't but like, care. Do you, do you hey, what do you want for dinner? Anything. <laughs> Anything. What do you want to do? Sex? Val, take no, whatever. whatever. I think what do you want to go on a trip? Just take me somewhere. Like, I don't. I don't think I have like very specific things that I like or like dislike. I'm pretty like open to a lot of things, and it might actually be because I'm Swedish because we don't really have like weird like religious rules or anything like that it makes us kind of like weird about mm. sex or anything like I don't care about the body count gotcha. I don't I don't care about that's what Scandinavian thing. we've got a just, couple Norwegians over here I don't know what I they're think, doing I think it's just fun to like like, like onions though I think it's fun I think it's fun to meet people and like explore things together and see what they yeah. like usually it's them having more boundaries than I do gotcha and what's yeah. your thing if you could kind of sum up I think it really depends on like the mood and like what's going on like sometimes you know fucking somebody is like that's what you want to do that's what you're feeling that's mm-hmm. like the passionate sometimes a really good blowjob is really good it just i think it kind of varies depending on gotcha. the set setting yeah and where you're at and like at, last question here i promise i don't want to get too vulgar but like that's that, <laughs> no fine. seriously you're already I, on I, your way we're gonna it. cover a lot of things uh, yeah so i'm a meat and potatoes guy like hot chick banger done we're moving on like that's my thing but that three percent you're like you know what i could kind of go for some dick today like how does that work <laughs> Um, I don't know. Sometimes you just get different cravings. You know, sometimes a nice fucking throbbing dick is a nice throbbing dick. You know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Do you guys what? do these things? Like, yeah. is it a, you guys okay with like doing it separate? Like not together? Like you, yeah. I think we'd, I think it would be fun to do, like we've done all of our threesomes have been women, women, men. Um, it'd be interesting to do a male, male, female, but it's 
I don't think I would ever do one with a straight guy. I don't know how Melina no. feels about that. But I don't. No, 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 no. No, my, yeah. it would be not, super not weird. Guy? I would not like it at all. No, because it's like okay. it feels weird. Like I don't want to be in a threesome with some dude who's like, like, oh my god, my dick just touched yours and I'm like turned off or like any weird yeah. shit like that. Like you got to be like fully. I feel like, cross swords, bro. I don't, yeah, exactly. Don't, you know? don't look at me in the I don't eyes. Get a guy who's like, every time we like fuck, yeah. he's like, no homo, no homo, no homo. You know, I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> no, but I don't. You sleep with like a girl without Melina, and Melina, would you sleep with somebody without? Yeah. yeah, I think we what we try to do to avoid the most problems is generally if one of us is planning to hook up with the other person, we give like some notice so that the other person can be doing something. Because I think it's oh. easy to get into weird places where if one partner is out and hooking up with somebody and the other partner is kind of like stuck at home or not doing anything, you can start to foster resentment. That's got to so. be the most mm. awkward yeah. few hours of your life. Like, you know that Melina's out there with some dude yeah. and you're just sitting home playing video games? Is that... It, yeah, so... Well, I don't think we have much of a problem. It's just, like, to avoid problems. It's, yeah, because you don't want to... Yeah. yeah, you can get into... Especially the other person. So the most difficult thing... Um, this is true of traditional relationships as well. But the most difficult thing is that when communication breaks down between two people, yeah. everything exogenous becomes like a problem amplifier, yes. right? So even in monogamous relationships, a guy might have a wife or a girlfriend and they're super chill, but he's Maybe like... Both. <laughs> Maybe. Um, normal monogamous, I said. Monogamous, okay. okay. Gotcha. Non-cheating monogamous, okay? <laughs> um, but that guy might have like a friend that's a girl that they like chat sometimes. And normally it's fine, 99% of the time, no problems, whatever. But if there's huge fights between the man and the woman, and then the man is chatting with like the friend that's a girl, You then all of a sudden there might be like issues there. So yeah, basically anytime there's like breakdown of communication between the main partners, like shit on the side can get really I think, weird, I so. mean, wading through all the nonsense and the sex and the craziness we just discussed mm -hmm. the, the the key factor is communication yeah communication always. is the centerpiece of any relationship yeah and it sounds like you guys at the very least have very good communication and clear agenda and you're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings because feelings can get hurt in your guys relationship i'm sure yeah of course yeah of course let's play this clip right here of melina and you on um <laughs> Ms. Kip's this podcast make sure the <laughs> audio is working gentlemen and ladies in the back um because this is kind of my question and my friend's like, all right, well, why don't you just play the question they already asked them? Right. So go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna play it. All right. Lotto titties. Lotto titties. Lotto boobs. So let me ask you a question. Do you have to? You have to ask her before which girl you're allowed to. Talk? Unfortunately, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we communicate. We talk to each other about things. Sometimes. So like, will you be at a bar and be like, "Yo, this dude's eyeing me up. I'm gonna do it," and then he's like, "I." Right. How does that work? I guess, or like, I'm gonna go visit someone. That is wild. How the hell do you do that? We have sex with people. That's how you do that. Honest to God, I just care about my op GG. Like, if I can get the diamond one this season, I don't know. So many questions. Your response was what? You just care about what? All right, Destiny. Top five people you hate. All right, you said you care about what? There's a, uh, I want to be responsible in messaging. There's a game. I don't want to refer to it by name, but that's what I was referring to. It's a horrible game. Nobody should play it. It's a video it's a game. life destroying yeah. video game. So, yeah. hold, all right. <laughs> so she says, hey, babe, mm -hmm. I'm going to go visit someone tonight. And you say, cool, I'll be here playing this video game. Um, I think I, even on Fresh and Fit, you said that some of them have been like, Basketball and football players, uh, NBA, so, okay, NFL. Okay, that was a meme. I don't know how people took that seriously. Oh, right? I don't know. But there was just, there was a, a thing in chat where it's like Destiny's girlfriend is right now out getting railed by a six four like oh. NFL star, and I was like, yeah, yeah of course, that's uh, yeah. I don't know. So, oh, would that bother you if that was true? No, it wouldn't. But it, that it was like the thing. No, I, so for me, there's two aspects for me. Um, one is 
I, because of like my status and who I am, I have a lot of options available to me. Luckily, I'm very lucky to, to, for that to be the case. So I typically don't care what Melina does. I don't really feel jealousy that much. I don't know why. Maybe it's a weird thing growing up. And then two is I can work an infinite amount of time. Um, you probably know this. Uh, Any time you become like an entrepreneur, that you can fill the day with like 150 hours of work every single day nonstop. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's very easy for me to like if I'm working on certain projects. If I, like on stream, my stream, like crazy stuff has happened the past two days. Like the last two days, I've streamed for like 12 to 15 hours each day and then I still have like everything else going on on top of that right emails business stuff website management like all of this going on, on top of it so it's very easy for me to just like work and work and work and work and if she wants to go out and do stuff or party or fuck somebody like I don't care I've got like other shit I can work on so um when who's who gets more weirded out awkward when you're saying all right I gotta go talk to destiny I got gonna go meet up with Rick right now at the bar down the street <laughs> I, you know, right, I gotta tell destiny he's gonna kind of be weird he's in the middle of his video game he's playing fucking game of Th thrones kingdom whatever the game is whatever uh clearly i don't know video games and all right or you as she's like hey hon we need to talk you're like uh oh well you don't want some dick from somebody else like i'm waiting <laughs> for this speech that's got to be a very awkward conversation who how does that work and and like who gets more weirded out by this because i gotta imagine it's not mm -hmm. a very comfortable scenario no matter what you portray. I think it can be comfortable. I think it all depends on like where we are at in our relationship. Like it could be, uh, let's say that he has been playing his fucking video game for like 15 hours a day for like a whole ass month. I love how and you then got if real said, there right there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah like he, sometimes this happens and he's like, oh, this person is single again. I'm going to go see them. And I'm like, what the fuck was the last time you even went out to eat, bro? Like, what the fuck is, it? you know, and they're going to yeah. be, that's, that could be my reaction if I feel like I haven't gotten much time and like now you're prioritizing something else. Yeah. Like that could be pretty upsetting. But well, like, how does that make you feel in that yeah. regard? Probably more like upset because I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't you spend more time with me? But he's like, we live together. So we see each other every single day. So it's a different thing for him, of course. But like, it could be that case. But usually he understands and he's like, yeah, probably not very fair. We should probably like go do something. I'm like, yeah, like, then it's okay. But it all depends on, I guess, like how much time we spent with so each other. By by your tone, and a little bit was like frustration, jealousy, mm -hmm. put the fucking video game down, guy. Um, <laughs> it seems like you're a little bit more of the jealous type than he is. Uh, I think it's more because he's more busy than I am, I think. And mm -hmm. I think he might be a little... Would you say that you're a little abnormal when it comes to like... I'm just spending? listening to you answer this question because I oh. love you so much. Yeah, okay. No, it could be that, but I think it depends. Why on did that sound sarcastic? Because <laughs> you know I love yeah. you. Okay, here's the frustrating thing. Because yeah. if I talk about this, I make everybody mad at me, Melina and all the audiences. Okay, mm. so I think that the perception from the outside is always that I'm on permacope mode <laughs> and that like Melina is out what what is coping. That? I'm coping. I hate my life. She's out fucking guys and I'm like crying at home or she's like sending me videos of like huge black dicks defiling her white Swedish body and I'm just like losing it at home and I, and I she's forced me into this open relationship that I super hate and if I try to close it, people think she just wants the green card. She's gonna dump me. That's like the outside perception. Yeah. But mm, all of our fights on the inside of the relationship are usually, usually the, from that. But it is it's the it, other. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, the, the it's other the way opposite around. around. The, but it's we, the, and I think it is because he's a pretty busy person. Yeah, me and yeah. her have like very different standards. No, hold on. Okay, different people have different ways that they associate with their partner. I'm like, um, I'll say that like I'm like a cat. Okay, have you ever had like a kind of a grumpy cat in the house? Do you know any grumpy cats? 
I know a ton of grumpy cats, okay. not the two that I have. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So, here, so grumpy cats, they don't want to be pet. They don't want you to do anything to them. They're but the worst. Like, if you move from room to room, they'll usually be there somewhere. They'll follow right? you. Yeah. Stalkers, they kind of. call them. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm like. I, like Put for the me, knife down, Moshi. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I like having somebody in the house, somebody yeah. that I can maybe go out to eat with, share meals with, cuddle with on the couch. If we're ever like on stream breaks, every time I take a break, I go, I give her a hug and a kiss. Every time, blah, blah, blah. I like to sleep with them. Like, all, like not even like necessarily sexually, but just romantically. Like, you all like that the convenience of knowing that someone's there. Yeah, that's a very nice feeling. Are you comparing roommate? her to a cat? No, no, I'm the cat. You're um, the cat now? Yeah, just because I like having them in that area. That's it feels that's, it. so if I have like somebody living with me, so yeah. like let's say that me and her go two or three weeks where we go to the gym every other day together, we hang out in the house every single day. When I say hang out, like we see each other between stream. By the end of three weeks, I'm like, that's awesome. Okay. I'm gonna go hook up with somebody now. But we spent so much time together, it's so fun. And she'll look at me and she'll be like, We haven't seen each other for five minutes. What do you mean you're gonna go see somebody else? Because we haven't gone out to eat, we haven't gone mm. hiking, we haven't gone to the we beach. We haven't spent any for quality Melina, time. she's looking yeah. for like she wants engagement. Yeah. She wants time where we're spending time together and we're sharing a moment that's more special than just running into each other. Yeah, in the brother, house. everyone does yeah. it. It's called fucking quality time. Every girl's yeah, quality time. Yeah, sure. Every, yeah. every five love language, the love language is every girl, mm-hmm. she wants quality time or she wants gifting. Sure. Okay, some people want words of affirmation, some people want acts of service. Gifts. No, she doesn't want quality sick, time. But you she, want quality, quality time, time yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that so most of the issues in our relationship usually come from for me like if we've hung out and we've done stuff yeah. like I would want to <laughs> like I would ideally like go fly and visit like a different girl like every month that would be like ideal for me but if we haven't like hit like a threshold of like doing activities together mm-hmm. then if so like here's the issue even so from my perspective I live with her for a month and then I go and I fly and hang out with a cool chick for like two or three days and then I fly oh, back oh you'll do it for more than a day sure yeah oh like oh, you're like doing you vacations with these things well okay sure from her perspective it is, it is that's, so that's how oh. she'll see it she'll be yeah. like okay well hold you said on. two or three days what do yeah. you mean it's not sure. just banging the whole time you're sure. well <laughs> Hey, maybe it is, but, but like, like, yeah, she'll view that from her perspective. She's like, okay, you're not doing anything with me. We're locked in the house all fucking day, and now I'm getting to hear about all these adventures that you're going on with these random fucking girls you go and visit. That's and that's up. like the things that I'm craving. But what's preventing her from doing the same thing with some other guy? In I Miami? can, but it's not the same. It's not thing. the same. Because it's not the same thing at because all. Because for her, she wants that special time from me. Because women have my more partner. of an emotional connection, and guys can just have sex with some hot chick in Omaha and then just kind of keep it moving. Is well, that I mean, what it is? Well, of course I can go on a, like I can go travel with someone and I will enjoy that. It will be fun for me. But, and like, it could be like an emotional thing too, but it's not going to be my partner, like my safety, mm-hmm. like that sort of, it's but, not going to be that. Does that make, when he does that, does that make you feel like user, like walk all over because you're accepting something that you don't, like makes you feel good. I mean, if it is the case that we have spent time and we have done things, I don't have an issue with it. That's yeah, what it, it, it's, it all it's comes more, down to where that, we're at yeah. in the relationship. If we've like gone and we've traveled yeah. a ton, we've done a ton of stuff, she doesn't care. But if we haven't spent as much of that quality time together, then she starts to And get... it could be the case sometimes that he gets really, really busy and I'm like, this is a little unfair. Yeah. Or, what do you, you mean know? by like, you don't care? Like you will like go do something to be distracted? Like, because I feel like if you love somebody and you're with somebody, them going with someone else, like you would care, right? Do you care when your friends goes hang out with other friends? Well, I'm not I'm not dating my friend. I'm not banging my friend. Married. I'm not married with my friend. So what I'm is not... it, what do you think is the difference? I'm curious. With What do you think is the difference between like, well, why why friends? do you not get a why do you not get jealous when one of your friends goes hang out with another friend? Um because What if that friend is better? Um that's fine. They can hang out with their other friend, but yeah. uh, being a friend and being married is two different things. Do you think like when you have a partner, like you kind of like control them or like you own them? No, I wouldn't say control, but I would say that you have an agreement. You have a, you know, 
somewhat understanding between like I know but our boundaries I would say, are I would say, I would you say definitely, we're different like you definitely our don't own them but there yeah. is a control factor there is a especially sense of, if there's so the guy's paying the bills the guy's taking care of you you guys have a kid together no, no. You don't, okay. Do you think that would take a toll on maybe the how you guys are I don't doing think we see each other as like owning each other. I think we're just like having company with each other through life. So, so I wouldn't say, like, okay, I think the owning okay. I think the owning thing is, that's very heavy language. I wouldn't say own. Mm-hmm. I think that no, no, most not, people. No one said that. Well, oh, she said that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'll separate myself a little bit from a radical 24-year-old commie views. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people see as, them as like owning their partner. I think that when, I do absolutely I think that, that when you're monogamous, I think that there are certain things that you want that person to only do with you. Maybe it might be like a little bit of like an ownership or a selfish thing, but like both people generally have that It's agreement. more of a special thing. Thing, yes, but yeah. I would say like we don't see sex as a special thing. Yeah, oh. how about That's this? Because yeah. I do want to have. There's other topics, and obviously this is very intriguing. Um, mm-hmm. And, and we'll use that same analogy: the football field. You know, sexually, um, would you say that you guys have a 50-50 relationship, or the, or you you have more of the power on your side? Meaning, like you're 60, she's 40, or is it 50-50? Or what number would you put on your relationship? Um, what would you put? <laughs> You Way to deflect. Question. Destiny, I asked you first. She'll go second. Well, isn't it ladies first? Isn't that more polite? <laughs> oh, come on, come on. <laughs> I, I have like a certain type of personality to mm-hmm. where, for whatever reason, growing up, like it's very easy for me to disconnect and move on. Um, and I think that that makes people around me feel a little bit mm-hmm. on edge or feel very replaceable sometimes, mm-hmm. or they don't get an accurate feel for how I feel about them. Because you're what, apathetic? I wouldn't say I'm apathetic, but I can be like relatively emotionally cold. Uh, my conflict resolution style is very mm-hmm. like detached. Like if we're having issues, fuck off Got for it. six hours and give me time. And then afterwards I'll be chill, but I can't resolve issues like right in the moment because I'm going to be like emotional upset. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, like I, I would say like it feels like it's probably leaning more towards me, but it's not like yeah. I don't think I like so control. So what, 51, 49? We'll say 60, 40. 60, 40? Sure. In your favor. We'll say 58, 42. 58, okay. okay. Would you agree with that or do you have a different number in mind? I don't, I don't, in my head, I don't think this really works. Like, I don't think you can just say, it's not that easy or like simple or like it's not, like I feel like it's a little bit more complicated than that. Maybe. So you're what, 50-50? What's your number? I, I feel like anyone could walk out of the relationship if they wanted to. Like yeah, I, of course. Yeah. That's yeah, in any relationship. Right. But yeah, there's know, also power but... dynamics in relationships. So, for instance, I'll give you an example, and then I'll give you a chance to, to, to answer. So mm-hmm. he said 60-40 slash 58-42. Cool. I, I was dating a girl for a while, all right? Girl, remember I said that I was like, with a girl? Are you, are, do you mean, like, like who is, like, more emotionally involved? No, like, what who, do you mean? Like, who's the, the leader in the relationship or mm-hmm. the power dynamic? He said, I'll let you guys have that conversation cyber afterwards, but he said 58-42 for a reason and I'll give you my reason you tell me yours I was dating a girl and um, we were struggling with our relationship and uh, her girlfriend she's like you need to treat her better the relationship should be 50-50 and I was like listen number one mind your own fucking business number two I'll give you 51-49 and I'll tell you why I pay all the bills I do everything she has to do nothing I man lead women follow like talk about paperwork stuff We, we don't need to go there but you understand what I'm talking about when it comes to paperwork 
Wink, oh wink. shit! Okay, wait. Okay, that well, whole this is yeah. This is a completely different way, thing. Then, this is so different. Then I would so say it's like yeah. sixty forty with her being in the lead. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the lead now. Well, because she's the one that has to like call the shots in terms of like we need to go on vacation, we need to do shit, and I'm like, all right, let's no, go. No, you yeah. married that's her to keep her in the country. Feels, we talked. Well, yeah, because we both love each other. That's why I asked about the complicated. I don't understand. It doesn't work for me really. Like that question. I was thinking when you were asking me, I was thinking in terms of like who could like who if somebody walks away, who's more likely to like chase the other person? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I if that's the case. I fully fucking disagree with you. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Really? <laughs> There's a reason why the sign of papers is the thing. <laughs> the meme. What do you disagree with? I think uh, if it was the case, like, of course, I'm super, super in love with them. And I will, like, sacrifice a lot of things. And I have already sacrificed a lot of things for a relationship. Yeah. But if it is the case that it, like, uh, the relationship starts to affect me so bad or something like that. Or, like, if something happens. Like, let's say that he knocks someone up. It would be very easy for me to right. just leave. Like, it would. Like it, it would, it, it would be you sad. Because th- he but said I he's kind of cold-hearted with it. He yeah. could just walk away. But you said you're even more that. No, I, I would be, be upset, but I mm-hmm. need to take care of myself. And We're I think that's what it should be. Chicken with our relationship right now is that what you're doing? I don't know. I mean, you, you guys said <laughs> who the numbers. Who first? Destiny. Yeah, okay. You could have said. You could have done the. Pe- this is why I respect you, bro. Yeah. You could have said. Of course it's 50-50. Next question. Sure. But no, that's you're bullshit, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Now you throw the shit on me first. That's true. That's why I asked you to answer first. Take some responsibility. Have some agency, first. okay? Yeah, but you made that smile. I need to see you that already, powerful already, Viking Scandinavian already, woman, okay? You already replied with that little phase that you did. That's oh, the thing. Well, yeah, so you okay. have to say something because Good. of that. I did say something. I'll say it again. It might be 65-35. <laughs> Every time you open your mouth, <laughs> keep, you're moving me, you're moving me, me further down the field. Next thing you know, it's 80-20. Yeah, you're maybe. packing your bags pretty soon. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys stay together. Yeah, um, we'll see. Last couple questions. We'll see. Last couple questions here, and then we'll kind of move on. But we're talking about communication. Like... After one of you guys leave the house and, you know, you said, I'm going to go spend some time with somebody. When they come back, do you guys discuss that? Because yeah. I would kind of be like, what I'm, I'm going to put on my, like, my judgmental hat for a second and go then I'll take it. it off. I'd be kind of disgusted. Like if she came home <laughs> and you know that she was out there with some dude getting smashed, what have you. And she came home and tried to talk with you or even give you a kiss. I'd be like. Go fucking wash your mouth. Use some toothpaste. Like, I'm not trying to have this. Like, yeah, I mean, there's going to be like reasonable, like, things. Like, if I, like, I'm not going to come home after being like balls deep in a chick's ass and like be like, Melina, come suck me off right now. Like, that's like, there'd be weird uh, well, shit. Well, you like, just went course. totally different direction. I'm just saying a kiss on the fucking mouth. Sure, but I mean, like, well, I don't know about a kiss. I don't know if I care much about that, but I, I don't think so he's going she, out to say she just got, If I don't she know. She just them. got finished getting smashed out by some dude. She, you okay, know, now you're saying smashed out, not just kissing. Whatever. I'm, say, I'm saying <laughs> well, not kissing whatever. you. I'm saying kissing you, bro. She came in the house, mm-hmm. right? She walks in, honey, I'm home. You know where she was because she's. you have communication, trust. You know that she was just yeah, having sex like, with another guy. There's, she walks in, she wants to discuss her day or whatever, and she wants to give you a kiss. Are you not like, uh, go wash your mouth first? Th- there's like two shades to this, okay? I don't know when you say go wash your mouth. I don't like feel, she just got finished sucking dick and now she wants to give you a kiss. I understand. I don't, be feel, I don't feel a particular way about like her and a guy being together. But if she's like coming home and she's like, come kiss me. And there's like, come like dripping out of her fucking mouth. Honey, you then obviously, to- yeah, no, I'm not going to fucking kiss her, of course. But I imagine she's like okay. brushing her teeth or something in between yeah. or whatever. But like, yeah, so I'm not thinking like, oh God, like she's kissing me. She was just like sucking another guy's dick. Like, like I'm not thinking that. But again, if, if she yeah. like just got finished, it's like, bro, you smell like uh, dick. Uh, like, and let, let me yeah. ask you, if, if you know that he just left a guy's a situation with a guy the three percent is that like a turn on for you you're kind of disgusted like i don't know if i'm a girl this is me being judgmental then we'll move on if i was a girl and i and like the second the second i saw my man put his mouth on a dick i'd be like all right we're breaking up we're done i can't how this is not possible like that's feel like it's kind of emasculating 
Do you not feel that way? No. If, if he does that? No. So you're like, hey, that was great. I love dick too. It's... <laughs> I don't think I have an opinion. I don't think I have a special feeling about it. How is that possible? Which one do you get affected by w- no. more? Is it when he's with another girl? Oh. Or, or a guy? Girl. Yes. Great which question. One, which, which reaction do you have like a bad or worse reaction? I so I would say just because he, um, he spends more time with women, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then if it is the case that I feel unhappy with the time that he spent with me or something like that, and he spends like an entire week with some girl, it's kind of like... Like then he's done that. Usually when 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 there's guys, it's like a twenty minute thing, and then he like leaves. Mm. What from what I know, it's like a yeah. I think bit the thing with girls, thing. she'll feel it's a little really bit about, about girls. It's not really about sex. It's more about um, I feel like maybe like the time investment because time is so precious to you. Yeah, like I'm like, never flying yeah. somewhere to hang out with a guy for three days mm-hmm. ever. No. Um, but like for the thirty women, minutes in and out, Domino's yeah, pizza, basically, get it yeah. and get it out. So I think she ready. probably feels a little differently yeah. about women because they tend to be like a lot more friendly or closer, and we're doing right. like a lot of yeah. stuff. So it's not than, yeah. it's not really about the gender thing. It's just yeah. more I know where he prioritizes his time. time. Yeah. yeah, got it. I'm like okay. a like when it comes to me, I I think I'm like a super germaphobic. So anything right. that is like some even like I tell him to like if he's been on an airplane, I force him to like shower. Like I'm right. Like any anything really. It hey, doesn't, listen, it doesn't I don't care who you have sex with. Just keep it clean, right? Yeah, pretty much. Otherwise, I don't. Is? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, so, um, are you yeah. familiar with the concept of a sapiosexual? When you're attracted like when to you're somebody's attracted to someone's brain, someone's mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. Or then there's like a pansexual when you're attracted to their personality. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I just I guess just sexually aroused is you know more physical. <clears throat> what would you say that that he is for you? Like, just you're physically attracted to him? Like, damn, look at that man right there. Uh, me? Or like, you know, more sapiosexual, your love with how smart he is and how intelligent he is or his um, personality, his quirks. What would you say? I think I... I that's a hard question because I like everything. What's your, <laughs> like, what's your yeah. first? Like, your first, like, oh, I don't. Or... I don't have it. Like, I, I'm very fluid. Like, sometimes I almost turn into a lesbian, like, for a few months. And I just, like, I just am super, super, super into women. I have that effect on people. That's my man. It's like, I, I switch all the time, like, in the way I like things. And, like, I, so it's, that's a hard question. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you, you're not worried that, um, He's going to leave you for another woman or even another man? If I'm worried. I mean, everyone would be worried about mm-hmm. like you getting, of course. But mm-hmm. it's if it's like, if it's that much of an anxiety for you that you have it every single day, that's an issue. And no. Yeah. I mean, I guess I think a lot of relationships, obviously, you're worried, I guess, yeah. that your man or woman will leave you. But I don't think it's to the extent that you guys, because you have so much going on. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm with this person. I'm with this person. I'm in dick. I'm in pussy. I got this. I got that. I mean, you know, it's like, you know. So I feel like it's like a, it would be more of a, um, it'd be more of a fear because it's like, there's something there can be two things. There's <laughs> yeah. something to be said for like, if we've like, we've been through a lot of insane shit, yeah. interpersonal drama, public drama, whatever. So like we, we have a really good understanding of where we are right now, mm-hmm. I think in terms of where we and stand And also with like other. what we want, what we don't invest time in, what we don't, you mm-hmm. know, like we, I think we're, I think especially this year, like I feel like we figured a lot of things out, like even like personal things too, like what kind of friends do we want? Who like, do we have sex with? Who do we not have sex with? And mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like we have definitely like figured things out a lot, um, for sure. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. the, these are some comments online, so you can't trust comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some comments say, Are these guys actually lovers or are they just friends with benefits? And other comments would say, 
Um, Destiny, are you just gay and she's your beard? How do you respond to that? So the second one is, again, the thing where people don't believe that guys can be bisexual because bisexuality is like so... Doing anything with another dick is so emasculating that the only mm-hmm. way you could ever be for it is if you're fully gay and you're just hiding. Um, I Like, there's nothing I can say to convince a person otherwise. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you think that, you think that. There's nothing I can say to convince a But also, I don't care trying to convince a person that I'm like... <laughs> That's got to be f- pretty liberating mm-hmm. to, to kind of sing your praises for a second. People are talking shit. They think you're gay. They think you're a whore. They think this. They think that. They think you're, you're, you know, she's your beard. It's a cover up. And at the end of the day, just be like, you can say whatever you want. Like we, yeah, know because we like I mean, I, yeah, I know who I am. She knows who I am. Like we do our stuff. We have a lot more fun than ninety percent of people. Like I'm cool with that. Um, the first question was, um, uh, this, this is an interesting one, and monogamous people angle questions at us in very aggressive and sometimes judgmental ways and i try to like flip it to say like well this is how it could be said because so yeah i i want to be really clear i don't shit on monogamy and i recommend it for like 95 percent of people or 90 mm-hmm. percent of people because we're open relationships are really complicated really hard and i think it's getting more trendy and people can't even handle fucking casual no. sex right now okay mm-hmm. and yeah let alone open relationships and even like your community like some people in your community is like oh we're doing open yeah a whole bunch of people yeah, I know, I and i'm just like i'm just roll my eyes yeah. like no but way the, <laughs> the issue that i have with people saying that like oh aren't you guys just friends with benefits right that's like the negative way of phrasing it's like oh well you guys fuck other people like you guys uh don't even keep sex exclusive to your relationship so like what the fuck are you basically just like close friends like the the negative angled flip of that question would be like oh okay so the only thing that you really like about your partner is that you fuck them that's the only thing that separates them from another friend like there are a lot of things to separate melina from for me from other women um that have nothing to do with sex the time we spend together the chemistry we have the way that we like engage with each other like the fun we have like there are there are a lot of like special unique memories and things that we've done together that are super awesome super fun and super cool that i could have only had with her i can fuck a lot of women and it's just sex but like the special time that we've spent together on our vacations and our household publicly privately those are like rare things that for me define my relationship so if other people look at our relationship and they're like oh you just friends with benefits that'd be the equivalent of me saying like oh uh is the only difference between your husband and your guy friend that you guys fuck like the answer is obviously not there's a whole bunch of other things that go into building a relationship yeah and that that's what the defines relationship not the okay part. um last couple of things and then i want to move on to another topic but Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you are these, but if yeah, you were, yeah. would you be more of a video game addict or a sex addict? Um, oh, fuck. It's, if I separate it from work, probably sex, but video games are work for me and I can work a lot. I work a ton. <laughs> um, so it just kind of depends. No, actually, you know what? I'd probably just be a video game addict. I think so. <laughs> I think okay. I probably you want, be, yeah. you want to retract the initial yeah, actually, statement? Yeah, I think I just be, because okay. I get real hardcore. What's worse, being a video game addict or a sex addict? Pro- video games. Why is that? Mm-hmm. They're just bad for you, man. Some of them are bad. They're mm-hmm. bad for you. Bad for you. Yeah. Why? Okay. There's just there's this game called League of Legends, man. Just stay away from it. Stay Thanks away. Bad things. Right, we're going to discuss that throughout the show. We're not, so we're not talking cliffhanger about right there. <laughs> but um, I, think, I would say probably video games because it's just like it's more accessible. It's easier. You can stay inside all day and do video games. There's no effort, right? When you're chasing sex a lot, there's a lot more effort that kind of has to go into like the pursuit and everything. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, there's one more clip here, and then I want to get into. Some deeper conversations. You guys had a, did a conversation with this guy. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee, Good exactly. Good friend of ours. Yeah. Good friend. Good friend. Interesting. Um, let's play this clip real quick. And we'll t- see you guys on the other side. really slept with 50 men no women as well 50 men and women <laughs> yeah and so you feel good you have fun sleeping all with the men and women yes as you have also fun when you're sleeping around <laughs> with men and women i've never slept with men why you keep saying that you said something that's not true <laughs> i don't know i'm just asking if it's true I, I slept with, did you know that women who sleep around like that are he's slept also with, 
So what? He sleeps with men and women. I, he sleeps with men and women? Yeah. Isn't that true, Destiny? I, I guess in your world, yeah, that, that's what I'd be, Jesse. Once you get married, would you continue to do that? Yes. Uh, probably, yeah. Really? So you really slept? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, you kind of blew his mind a little bit. He's a fun guy. Mm. So what did he, he say? He thought, like, have you, you must be fucking 10 people every day, I think he said. Yeah, something like that. Oh. Yeah. I had a, a hater come in and say that one time to him. Like, nice. how many, like, how would I even have time for that? Do you, the, uh, there's so many <laughs> different ways we can go, but mm. do, did you, are you guys cool with each other's body count? Is that a whole, you know, this whole body count thing where a, a guy can have a large body count, but a girl has to be a virgin? Yeah, I don't think I You know, that whole thing. No, you don't, don't think subscribe to that. This, no. No. You're like, listen, I'm a slut. He's a slut. We could all be slutty. Guys, girls, like, uh, what's your what's your perspective on Super this body count care. thing? Yeah, it's not, not relevant whatever, at all. Yeah. <laughs> at all? No. Like, is that, do you, do you not appreciate why men don't want to be with a slutty girl, though? No. You don't? I think it's it comes, I think it comes to a lot of insecurity, yeah. Really? Yeah. So... Like, for instance, if you're dating a girl and you take her out, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe we're going to go on a date and you go to a bar, right? And there's five other guys in the bar. They're like, yeah, I smashed her too. Yeah, me too, bro. That wouldn't do anything to your ego It's like, a, it's a, I mean, if she's with you now, like, why do you care? There's like this weird type of like, I don't think this even has anything to do with relationships. It has to do with like these general like adversarial views on sex that I really fucking hate mm -hmm. where it's like this idea that like a guy's goal is to get sex from a woman. And when you do that, you've kind of like dominated her and you've won. Like mm -hmm. I've like, not only have I fucked her in a way I've kind of fucked her over because I'm adding to my, uh, Notch the count. notches on my belt. Yep. That's making me look good. And mm -hmm. I'm fucking whore, her over. That makes her look like a whore. makes her look bad. Like, and that type of like really, adversarial view of like men trying to fuck women over through sex. Mm -hmm. I hate that. But understand. Okay, I, I can appreciate that, but there's, there, you must admit there's different rules between men and women and sex. I don't care. It doesn't matter. But like, it does matter. It doesn't. What do you mean? Why would it matter? I, okay, so for, for instance, a guy who sleeps with a lot of women, what's he called? He's a pimp. That guy's a pimp, bro. A girl yeah, who, I, I understand it's, a girl it's easier for guys. It's women. like the master lock versus the or the master key versus the lock that can be Correct. open. Yeah, it's harder for a guy to do it, yes. but it still doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, nah, I don't know. I'll tell you why. Because for a guy to sleep with a lot of women, mm -hmm. like to the, use the master cock analogy, do you know how much stuff he's he's got to be good looking? He's got to clean it up a little bit. He's got to wear nice clothes. He's got to make it. money. Yeah. He's got status. He's got to sure. have connections. He's got to have game. He's got to be a smooth talker. He's got to have a cool apartment. Can't bring her back to a fucking shitty place. He's got to have a cool car. He's got to have game. He's got to have so many things going on. Versus a girl just needs to put on a tight little dress and, and uh, put on some lipstick. Boom, voila. So the game is different, bro. Yeah, hold on. Wait, 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 real quick. Wait, real so quick. So for hold you on. to say, I'm oh, it's saying, all the same. No, 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 no. Hold on. I never said that. And you know I don't think that. So I don't know why you're saying no, I think that. You said obviously, that. I said there obviously is more effort from a guy um, to have sex with a lot of women than for a woman to have sex with a lot of men. That's obviously true. I'll restate that again. It is obviously true that it takes more effort for a guy to have sex with a lot of women than women for women to have sex with a lot of men. That's got it. obviously true, okay? We, we got that out of the way. Cool. I just don't care. That doesn't mean anything to me in terms of like, if a guy tells me that he's fucked like 100 women, it's like, okay, cool. I guess you're like a player or whatever. If a girl tells me she's fucked 100 men, like, okay, I mean, like, that's not that hard to do. But I'm not like, I'm not evaluating these people differently in terms of like who would I hook up with or how do I view you or whatever it's just not yeah yeah okay you feel the same way Melina I'm gonna ask you what is the sure. best thing about sex in your opinion what do you the like best about, thing it? about sex mm. um I would say is the the afterwards because depends who you have sex with okay because we've all been in a situation where after sex you're like yeah you can leave now or the girl that actually you're like come stay let's cuddle let's put on the music that is probably the best thing like, so you don't actually like the sex at all no, of course. What are you fucking talking I about? I asked you about the sex, not about the after. Yes. Okay. So 
about actual act of sex? Yeah. What is your favorite thing about it? Just everything about sex. What do you mean? There's no like specific like the moment that our lips touch. I, I don't know. I'm, I, like what? What is, what is like the best thing about having sex? You gotta have something. The otherwise, best I, thing about having sex. You like you sound like a person that just likes to, to know that you did have sex <laughs> yeah. yeah that's I, what it sounds like to me we're ha i mean at the end of the day you're having sex because it feels good and you're actually into the other person you're having fun you just said it felt good because you fucked them not that you like had like it you're saying that the best thing about sex is that it happened <laughs> and not like you don't say i like oral or, i like pleasing a woman or i like these things or i like when women do this on me or i i think it's really nice to be with someone that's very soft or you, you don't say any like things about sex. that's a very feminine perspective that's the exact guys like well, banging that's, that's the guys like ba that banging chicks guys like inserting having it's sex it's not about chick. the banging it's about yes. that they did bang and that it's a number that it makes them feel better about themselves it gives them some sort of value it's not actually about the sex for who for men. for you and for men, yeah, it's it's about that you got the number and that you feel that's really good opinion? about yourself. That's what you're saying. No, that's that's how it is. <laughs> because you can't. If I ask you what is the best thing about sex, and you can't, you can't actually come up with anything. <laughs> well, I, I don't know the way that you're putting it though. Yeah. So I'll think, ask uh, you, and well, then I think when, when, maybe okay, tell when me I, what you think the best thing about well, sex, it, when, and I'll say I'll, maybe I'll appreciate it. Go ahead. Well, well, okay. The best oh, thing about sex, yeah. I like the chemistry that you have with someone. You're creating a moment with them. That's my favorite thing about it. Okay. Yeah, but you can do that on a date. You don't have to have chemistry. Just Aren't you a virgin? No, but I'm. Uh, it's still a statement. She's a born again virgin. It's still, it's still a statement. Show. You can have chemistry on a date. Yeah. Sure, but I think there's a different, different sort of bond that you can have with someone that um, you're creating something with. Like you, you touch bodies, you create something. You're being vulnerable, or you're being dominant with them, or like you get really, really close. I think that's a very special thing. They're just uh, hanging out with them. I think. I think sex can be an extremely like special thing that you can share that you can make it to whatever you want it's and it's very, wonderful that's a very girl I thought perspective you said of sex was guys I don't think it's a very guys girl guys aren't like <laughs> guys, that's Melina well, how, old are, you? how case, old are you yeah you're gonna do the age thing no I'm thing. just asking you <laughs> why do you ask you're 22 okay yeah. so it's uh, wait you, no she's 24 she's 24 yeah. I apologize okay okay that's a very and I, I listen I mean this I, yeah. I appreciate that that's a very feminine perspective I guys know. are not like the way that she was looking at me during sex and our eyes connected no it's basically and then about I knowing that you her. that's her. not how guys operate it's basically just this thing that you got another number to your like that's what no, it is no that's not what I'm saying what is it then what is the difference between what is it you don't like chemistry I gave you, you my answer actually... but you didn't like my answer what was your answer I said that what after sex whether you want yeah, them to afterwards. stay or not <laughs> like you're you're making sex out to be some fucking amazing god's like gospel like biblical thing any guy any fucking idiot could go bang some some girl sex is not hard to do it's very okay. common <clears throat> you're treating it like it's some holy grail it's not that but that doesn't even make sense and by the fact the fact that you've you've admittedly been called a slut you know that I, I I have the same perspective as her. I super disagree. That statement you just made that like sex is really easy and blah blah blah. I think that most people have really dog shit sex. Like I've been with a lot of people that are really boring, that are really bad, um, and I've been with people that haven't been. And this is like a common question when you ask people. When I ask men like, why do you like sex or whatever, it really seems like I just want to show up for it and I want to be there. And I'm so happy that I had sex with someone. Yeah, because that's probably a guy who's probably had sex with three but girls in his whole life. No, that's even guys that have sex with that's hundred not me, girls. Homie, no. So like I've been on like red pill shows or whatever. And I ask people, mm -hmm. it's like so here's like there have been some women, God bless them, who like. You know, you know, we had sex, but like if I had the opportunity to hook up a second time or just stay home and fucking masturbate, I would just masturbate because it just wasn't that great, right? But when I ask like certain red pill guys, if there's like a chick that you can hook up with and it's like not really the best experience and you could just like rub one out at home and do some other shit, what would you prefer? They'd always fuck the girl. 
100 percent of the time and i don't know like when i when i hear quite when i hear responses like that or if i ask like what are you into when it comes to sex what do you like about it i was like i don't know it's like you know fucking bitches or whatever and there's like no preferences for like types of activities for a skill of the partner like none of these things matter i think another question that i've posed um and i don't know yeah but just to be clear that's not me like that like maybe when i was 18 just lucky to get laid oh my god like yes take what you get here's a question that's not where i'm at in my life right now like unless you're like Top notch, like I'm not even wasting my time talking to you. Okay, here's a question that I have for you: If you could, if you could bang a seven out of ten chick who is like every, like the most skilled partner you've ever had in bed. Okay, she knows everything about you, knows like your best way, best thing ever. Seven out of ten chick, or if you could bang a ten out of ten starfish, what would you prefer to bang? Starfish? What is that? What do you mean a ten? She just lays there, does nothing. But like, yeah, you get to fuck her. Why would a girl just lay there and do nothing? Because a lot of women do. What do you mean? No, it's the it's on it's on the guy to. To, to bring it like that's so boring I don't know any, oh no what are you talking about that's <laughs> if I, there are so many and it's true that's what you say there are a lot of pretty you. girls that believe that it's up to the guy fuck that I'm not here to jump through some fucking hoops like I'm at a horse and pony show for some girl like you're not gonna bring anything you're not gonna do anything it's not enough just for the girl to show up Touché, and fuck her but I don't know anybody that just starfish okay it's such an extreme example okay yeah, I'd rather have a 10 out of 10 and then train the, her if you're a girl, to what we like, so we like and girl, work together as a unit, sure. if you're a girl, rather than some t- seven slut that's great at everything. Like, no, If I'm you're good. a girl I'll and take you let a 10. guy... Yeah, okay, that's sad. If you're a girl and you let a guy but fuck you... But I don't you, want the starfish, is my point. Okay, like, sure. you train these girls. Letting a guy fuck you doggy style does not make you good at sex. Okay? I agree. Yeah the, yeah, the girl needs to bring some shit too. Otherwise, what the fuck? But I feel like for a lot of guys, they don't really care that much. Like As okay. long as the girl's like hot and they get to like add that experience, like that's like what a lot of guys look for when it comes to sex. Here we go. Yeah. Um, okay. We've spent an hour on sex. I appreciate it. I'll ask you one Finally, last question. Finally, we're going to talk about and Tesla we'll stocks on. and Tesla crypto. <laughs> what, what would you say is, is your ideal long-term relationship? Because you guys have been together four years. You don't have kids yet. You're still banging all sorts of people. That's great. But long-term, down the road, kids, family, what does that look like? I like sharing things i think that's nice sharing moments sharing like a place where you live like have things together have memories together just like that just that forever it's perfect for me okay i think mm-hmm. you're asking specifically like open relationship type yeah stuff. just like um, you want to have a family you want to have kids you want to have a house you want to have <laughs> question is like a gang are you gonna room? stop like, sleeping with other people and be together that's not, that wasn't not? my question okay, okay. Oh, okay i said what's your ideal long-term relationship mm-hmm. like kids man like oh. yeah kids for sure you want to have kids? Yeah, but not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, you're 24. Take your time. Um, you want to add to that? Ideal? Long-term relationship? Uh, I really don't care. I can do a lot of shit. I love to work. I like music. I like traveling with people. I like doing stuff. Um, it'll probably be whatever she wants. That's why I gave you the 60-40 reverse answer. Whatever uh, she wants to do, I'll probably follow. Mm-hmm. If she really wants kids or whatever, I think well, it'd be a lot of fun to have them. If she just wants to travel, On a real shit, note, to, yeah. uh, thank you for sharing your stories. Uh-huh. All good. <laughs> Respect. Keep doing what you're doing. All sure. right? Cool. Thanks. Um, let's move on. Um, so I saw you on uh, Fresh and Fit. Those are the homies. Congratulations, Myron yeah. and Fresh. You just hit um, one million. So good for you guys. Um, but on that show, and I've seen you do it a few times as well. Mm-hmm. I think Sneeko was on that show. That's a buddy of yours, or it's kind of like a yeah. frenemy. It seems like you guys are friends, but you guys, I don't know, he kind of tries. We argue a, little a lot, bit. but like, he, yeah. we, it's cool. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, I think <laughs> you think you know, know. friends. Yeah. You guys are friends. <laughs> We're cool. Um, but you've had some pretty harsh words for the red pill community, right? Mm-hmm. You said that that lifestyle is kind of not fulfilling. It's all materialistic. You know, they're all about cars, you know, clothes, houses, hoes, bitches. It's just very sort of unfulfilling. All right. And you've even, I think you even called yourself blue pill. So where do you stand on this whole red pill, blue pill, this whole in- sexual interdynamics, blue pill, red pill game? 
Where do you stand? It's hard to like have like one pill. Um, I think that like red pill guys make a lot of accurate descriptions or like observations about like sexual dynamics. Like when they talk about like what men want and what women want, generally speaking, sexually, it's usually truish, um, but they kind of run off into some weird areas. Mm-hmm. I think the things that they focus on are a little bit negative yeah. sometimes. Um, yeah, but it's going to depend specifically what we're what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So what do you what do you fun- fundamentally disagree with with the red pill space, and then what do you agree with? Um, what do I fundamentally fuck? It's so hard because there's like so many different types of red. So like for instance, I might say that like it feels like there's an overfixation sometimes on the material sometimes uh, when it comes to like having cars, houses. You know, you gotta hustle. Cu- I hate hustle culture. Everything around hustle culture I think is really toxic. Uh, but like when I whenever I confront red pill guys on this, they'll always say like, well, we don't talk about that. We just say men need to be the best versions of themselves, and they'll usually give a more laid back kind of like. Show. It's like okay, well, if you're saying that, like I agree with you. Um, like I notice that like. I don't know if his messaging has changed, but it felt like Andrew Tate was like very fixated on like Bugattis and like all this kind of like well mm-hmm. shit. But then I've heard like recently him say stuff like, you know, sometimes for 50 a year it might be like your thing and that might be the thing that you excel at and be the best you can be at that, which I think is a much better message. But yeah, it's going to depend on the particular message and the particular person and whether or not I'm on the show, I think, on how if, radical if, their message is going to be. How about this? Let me put it this way. If uh-huh. there's one person in the red pill space, whoever you want to identify in that space, that you say, all right, that's my favorite guy. I can... I. What, no matter if we agree or disagree, that's the guy that I would say, all right, I, I identify most with or I at least could, can – I don't know if there would be anybody that I'd be comfortable with. I don't think so. That I'd be like, yeah, go watch this. Like I would no, no, never no, recommend you, any of these. You. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think I'd be so, fighting like, with most of these people for most things. Fresh yeah. and Fit, Andrew Tate, yeah. Rolo. For sure. We disagree on a ton like, of stuff. Yeah. None of these guys. You wouldn't recommend one of them. They're all put together. There's not one person you're like, all right, at the very least, zero? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Not even your boy Sneeko? Uh, definitely not. Really? <laughs> we no. super disagree on a lot of things really? related to relationships. So and there's stuff, yeah. nobody that you would say they're doing a good job, or at least I like their message. It, I guess if I can recommend like one episode, maybe like mm-hmm. when Myron talks about you know men being the best versions of themselves and getting women and wealth is like a byproduct of improving yourself and focusing yourself. Like if yeah. that's the only message that he's like pushing, or if that's the primary one, then when he's saying that stuff, I agree one million percent. Well, absolutely, yeah. and I would say that's a really positive message. It's good to have like men like him to look up to to like push that message. One hundred percent. Talk about investing. Talk about working. Talk about being responsible. That's good. Uh, but when they fly into the other things, talking about like women and some of the like sexual relationship stuff, it gets a little bit weird. But yeah, it's just going to depend on people say so many different things. It's hard. Like I say a lot. I'm sure you've seen in your whatever research of me. I've said a lot of shit where it's like on some things with Steven, like yeah, one hundred percent. But on other things, he's fucking wild. So I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody. I would never expect a wholesale endorsement from somebody. Gotcha. Well, I feel the same about like, like the Red Pill That's yeah. like in any political, you know poll or Q scores, they give favorable and unfavorable. Sure. So obviously you're not going to agree with 100% everything says and, and 0% of it, like there's no disagreement, but there's somebody, like if somebody has a 60% approval rating and mm-hmm. a 38% disapproval, that's a pretty good thing for the polls. So that's actually essentially what I'm asking. Like, I, I, It would probably be based on the new stuff I've mm-hmm. heard Andrew Tate say. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be the highest at like 55 or 60 approval, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, he's on this weird like Islamic shit now. And I've heard him say a lot of other stuff that's crazy. And it's hard to separate like the clips from the full videos from the timeline. So gotcha. I'll, I'll like tacit maybe sort of a little bit say maybe. Tacitly Tate. Tate. And maybe. who's the bottom <clears throat> of your list? You're like, that guy's the worst. He sucks. I would never. <clears throat> Um, any of the older red pill stuff was real, like the big, like PUA, big Tau, all of that crazy shit from like mm-hmm. five years ago. All of that would be bad. Um, nowadays, um, I just, man, I don't watch, I don't watch a lot of like red pill stuff such that I can't, I can't give you like a wholesale endorsement or disendorsement of like a red pill person. Yeah. If there's, um, 
again, this is me putting on my judgmental hat. Good. Because you made a joke with Sneakle. You're like, yeah, I'm bi. But like, don't get any ideas, buddy. If there was anyone in the red pill space, you're like, yeah, they're, they're, they're attractive. I'm not saying I would, but I would. Like, who's like the hottest guy in that space? Like, who would you find the most attractive? That is in the red absolutely space? not a question I'm going to answer. Not really? that weird. No, I can't know. Okay. But there's someone in your mind. No, not even. I bit. actually don't generally. The, my relationship with men is like really different. Yeah, with women I might think, but not with men. I just don't tend to think of it that way. Okay, all right. I won't put you too much on that. But okay, there's probably someone in mind. No, there's probably not. Okay. <laughs> How about you? Is there anybody in the red pill space? You're like, if I could pick one guy, you know, if Stephen let me kind of dip out one day, you know, that Tate guy, I'd give it to him. Nobody. No. So nobody in the red pill space. So, no. so you're not reason? into like alpha men, big strong men. You're more. I don't think they're big and strong. I think they're really pathetic. You think who's pathetic? All of them. Yeah, Tate specifically. I think all of them are like they seem extremely insecure to me, and I like security. I like confidence in a man, and I don't think any of them are very confident. Really? Because that's mm. the exact opposite approach that about I would... that what they want yeah they want to look really confident mm -hmm. but so like you, the way they act like if you look at the situations they end up in and like how they speak no it sounds very insecure to me so you look at someone like andrew tate you know who's sort of the poster child of the red pill space obviously it was kevin samuels for a long time rest in peace you look at at someone like him or even like myron or any of these guys you think that they're insecure yeah really <laughs> yeah because I feel like I've whenever, heard a lot of things, but insecure is not on the list. If it, we took this as an example, if there's a guy that's like, "Get away from me!" Like that's gay, bro. Like if if that like if it really feels like that makes you less masculine, like ever thinking about being in like even like hugging a dude is like, if it really make if you feel if you feel so bad about it, I think there's a lot of insecurity that comes Who's, out of it. Who feels sad about it? What do you mean feel? If they feel bad about it, if they if they feel, if they feel so scared or like coming off as gay or anything like that, and they're like, "No, bro," like. For, to me, it just looks like insecurity. A guy that's like, yeah, I like to suck dick sometimes. There's a lot more confidence because that's a lot to fucking say. Okay, you know? that is like, so backwards, Melina. Mm -hmm. so it's a not guy, very backwards So a guy who's like, yo, bro, I'm not gay. Lower. Keep that shit elsewhere. That's insecure. But a guy who's like, yeah, I'll suck some dick. That's secure. It doesn't have to be sucking dick, but it could be like you, you, would, you said. But let's it, say, let's say that a that a guy is like, I love you, man. Like, or if they're like showing emotion, or if, like if yeah. they're even crying. Like at some point, they get really emotional about something because that's something mm -hmm. that a lot of men are having an issue with too. Like showing some sort of emotion or crying about something. You know. Um, Especially these guys are very, they will never ever, you, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. If they, if they do, I think that takes a lot more. And if they can't like be like, no, it's okay to be upset sometimes. Well, if I, I do lose my job, it's okay for, for me to be upset. It's a lot more confidence um, than it is to well, just be like, no, I would never do that. To be clear, you can show emotions as a guy, but that doesn't mean you have to be emotional. There is a difference. Well, there's so, for a lot of these rainbow the guys, thing, they say like yeah. you can never be emotional around your woman because they might leave you immediately. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, that's I, an insecurity I, right there. Yeah, I agree, but I, I mean, to an extent, yes. If you're just a quiet, a crying, whiny bitch, no yeah, she saying. should it leave have you. To a lot be of these that. guys. However, let me, wait, wait, real quick. Let me yeah. restate. A lot of these guys say that you should never, not a single time, yeah. never risk showing emotional vulnerability to a woman. No, that's okay. what they'll say. Uh, but but that that's <clears throat> that depends on your relationship. I'll give you an example. So three years ago, I was with a girl. Okay. In that space, in that three-month period, my girl got cancer. I cried because I love my girl. We cried together when she found out she had cancer, okay? And then three months later, my dad died, okay? So red, blue, green, yellow, in that three-month period, I cried. I probably hadn't cried in years, but that was a very, very tough spot to be in. And like, if whether you're red pill, blue pill, I don't give a fuck what pill, if your girl gets cancer and your dad died and you can't cry mm -hmm. and express your emotion, that's a problem, bro. That's a robot. Nobody's a robot. 
Yeah, okay. I would agree. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm just repeating what they've said. No, I, think, I know. I think it was a time even when I was on Pressure Fit, and I want to feel like there was another guy to the right of you. Yeah, and they were saying, uh, don't ever show Yeah, and I think I literally at you. Don't ever cry. Anything, ever. If anything happens, but, your parents die. It's like, if you risk it, your woman will look at you differently. anything that yeah. says ever, always, all, zero, that, it, that it's such a far-fetched hyperbolic comment. There's... The, it's not a binary thing where it's like, never cry or always cry. It's like, well, sometimes shit happens and you need to fucking be, show emotion. I think the, I think that's the problem... Hu- that's, yeah. that's humanity. The problem is the things that they fixate on show an error in the thought process. Whether or not... you And you actually kind of hinted at it. Whether or not you cry around a woman has no bearing on how that woman views you. It's going to be, what is your general emotional stability? I right? think I, I agree to so, an extent, yeah. but I also disagree because it depends what you're crying about. Well, that's, what, that's crying, what I'm saying. It speaks to your general emotional like, stability. If your father dies, yes. like Jesus Christ, of course you're going to have a reaction to that. But if you're like crying every single day because like your boss was rough at work and you come home and you're like a breakdown, then yeah, obviously Precisely. people are going to do that. But that doesn't have to do with like you crying. People yes. fix it. It just has to do with the fact that like, this guy is like super emotionally unstable. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because there's levels to this thing. Yeah. You know, there's levels to this game. So like, you know, father dying, girl gets cancer, one through 10, those are 10s. Yeah. Feel free to cry to 10. But, you know, if someone, if you ordered the hamburger and they brought you a cheeseburger and has cheese and you start crying, that's a one. If you're crying there, homie, like, but sure. get like it together. Ther- that's like you need therapy. You know, exactly. that's what that is. Yeah, well, I would I say anything one through eight, if you're crying, it's yes. like, that's pretty fucking. But the thing about all these red pill guys that we were mentioning yeah. are the guys that would say never, ever show emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. And that is an insecurity. I, that is yeah. an insecurity. Well, any, but anytime that you use the word ever or all or everyone that's where you're going to lose an argument whatever it is because there's always exception to the rule okay and if you're using if you're using blanket statements that's going to be problematic um but re- back to tate um let's play this clip right here because i just want to stay here on tate for a second because myself and my partner pbd mm-hmm. ceo of our company here um when he got banned we were the first uh interview that he did it was a major interview five-hour interview that on camera we were probably together eight hours drink cigars talking i learned a lot about the guy mm-hmm. um and i would say i, I agree with probably 90 percent of what he says i'm not gonna agree with 100 percent of anything right but uh i could tell you that he's a pretty solid dude manly dude good guy good manners well-spoken proper again but i'm not gonna agree with everything he says but he's a g no like i understand why he's known as the top g just so we're clear okay. but you believe that he's a very unhappy individual or a broken individual. So let's play this clip. Happy. That's Cap. I don't think that dude is a happy <laughs> guy. Cap, I don't think he's a happy dude. Why? He doesn't have a good woman in his life. Oh, he has many. He do- You can't have many good women. Yeah, you can. You somebody that gives you more than just put like some you, sort you of like deeper fulfillment. I don't think so. Deeper fulfillment so. is some matrix shit, bro. <laughs> women don't provide that much. I think a goal in life is to find a partner that you feel like you can like go on the journey of life with. It's somebody that you share your thoughts and feelings with. It's somebody you share struggles with. You you know you go through life moving to different places, traveling around. Like you might share hobbies. Why would like, one? Yeah. You don't have time to build those really deep relationships with five or six or seven or twenty different women. You can't do that. I think at some point in your life you're gonna want something a little bit more because those types of relationships are pretty empty. They're not very fulfilling. I don't think Andrew. Um, so you don't think he's a happy guy, Kate? So this is pre, I think this was pre his banning, this clip. Got it. Um, 
So it's hard because I there are videos that I've seen, and it feels like post-banning, it feels like he's either changed the way that he's communicated a lot, or he's changed on some of the things that he's communicating, but it's always hard to tell because in different videos, it feels like people are saying different things sometimes. It's mm -hmm. hard to tell if people are joking or not, but it feels like afterwards, what I've seen him say tends to vibe more with like, oh, I think this is like a healthier, good message or whatever, um, in terms of, because I feel like I've heard him say after his banning, the importance of having like a good woman in your life that like can... Uh, you know, like build a life with her. I, I feel like I've heard like a specific video of him talking about it. But the, um, anytime there's somebody that has to like sell their success by flashing like a ton of wealth, a ton of women, like that generally reeks of insecurity or unhappiness to me because usually when I see it, and it's not always the case, but usually when I see mm -hmm. it, when I think of somebody that has confidence, I think of somebody that can like walk through a lot of different types of communities, sometimes with judgment from a lot of different types of people, but they feel secure in themselves and what they stand for at the end of the day. When I think of somebody that's lacking self-confidence, I'm thinking of somebody like, this is somebody that needs to obsess over the social signifiers of status so that other people are saying they're doing a good job. And a lot of people in the Red Pill community, including Andrew Tate, maybe not as much, but in the past, seem to obsess over those social signifiers. Look at my cars. I'm cool, right? Look at all my women. I women like me, right? Like look at all my wealth. Like I've got a lot of money. That's yeah. what it feels. Me. It's like this begging for attention, right? When well, I walk into a room and I talk to women, I don't have to talk about how much money I have. I don't have to talk about how many women I fuck because I know what I have and I know what I've done. I don't have to sit there and advertise myself. You either like me, or you don't. And if you don't, then fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. It's very easy to move on to the next I, thing. I, yeah. but I think there's a deeper thing going on though. Because okay. I do understand that. I think surface level, I feel you on that. But I think everything that comes down to if you do this. If you do this, if you do this, if you if you work on yourself, if you improve, if you improve your status, if you work out, if you kick ass, if you actually follow this recipe for what it's like to be a high value man and increase your status, then these are the byproducts. These are the jewels or the the, the booty, the you know, the winnings of doing all that. I so it's it's one thing to say work out, do well, improve yourself, make money, okay? But why? So you can get Fast cars, big houses, and hot women. Well, that's, I think, the, I think that's the I goal, think the, the, the rainbow at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, there's two things to that. One, I don't think Andrew Tate says that anymore, which is which I approve of, because I, they did like that emergency meeting, I think, or whatever, and I think, I want to say it was during that meeting, I think Sneaker was there. I think Andrew Tate spoke about how like different people have different talents. Not everybody's meant to be a fucking leader. Like Followers and workers are important. They make society go on. So it seems like he moderated that message a bit there, um, number one. Number two, an issue that I have is that when a lot of Red Pill people talk about these things, the, the byproducts of their success to other people, I think, become the fixation and the goals. It's a lot different to say, if you're a really high value man, you're really cool, you do all this stuff, damn, you might have like five or 10 women that wanna fuck you at one time. It's different, that reality is a lot different than a guy who's like, I need to get five or 10 women to fuck me at one time, right? I think that these two realities, even though they look a little right. bit different on the outside, they're far different. Well, it's appreciating the journey rather than just being fixated at the end of the journey, what you could get. A little bit. It's that the goal shouldn't be, I'm, I'm quoting Myron here a little bit, the goal isn't the women and the money. The The goal is to be the type of person yes. that has the women and the money. Of course. Which, that this, the first message, I think, is one of the most destructive messages you can ever put out, which I think most people that follow Ripple stuff end up believing it. The second message is mm -hmm. one of the most positive messages that you can put out. Well, and that's I, always like the dance. And that's why I agree yeah. with Myron, because mm -hmm. like, when I'm sitting down with Patrick and Andrew Tate mm -hmm. and myself, we were like, we all came from nothing mm -hmm. and we've all reached millionaire status and beyond. And that feels good because you know what it's like to be broke as a joke, sleeping on friends' couches, crashing, being the fucking janitor to be at the school. You know this yourself, Destiny. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you've reached that hierarchy and you've reached that 
plateau, it's like that's the reward system. Versus, I mean, I live in Miami, born and raised in Miami my entire life, which is now the crypto capital of the world. I see these 24-year-old dudes who fucking got lucky on fucking whatever altcoin shitcoin that have never done anything in their life. They've never struggled. They've never done anything that took hard work. They were maybe fucking drug dealers that had to use Bitcoin to and fucking get ahead. the worst is that they're giving fucking finance advice. And then huh? next thing you know, they become a crypto millionaire. It's yeah. like, homie, you've done nothing. Okay? And those are the guys that end up getting fucking taken by women, end up getting jerked around by dudes. You know, you want to go to a club and buy bottles? 10,000 minimum. Oh, okay. Whereas like me and my friends are getting fucking bottles for free because we know the owner or we are the owner. Mm -hmm. So they're like sitting ducks. Because they don't understand. There's book smarts and street smarts. It's almost like they got book smart with the crypto thing, but street smart, they have not struggled that have done anything. Sure. That's the problem with getting rich quick. I'm just saying that the issue that I have is that I, I really like that clip because mm -hmm. I think you can see the difference between what Tate seems to try to embody and say versus mm -hmm. how the message is received from fans, right? Because there is no world where you've got 20 valuable women in your life that you're building relationships with. That's never happening. But I think people yeah. see Tate's life and they hear his message and sometimes that's what they walk away well, with and that's to the be scary clear, thing to be. I yeah. think myself, everyone would love a a woman to share your life with. Sure. Like I'm not a fucking red pill, like women ain't shit guy, not at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm green pill if anything. Like you can be red pill, you can be blue pill. I'm fucking getting that money, getting that status. That's where I'm at, okay? But the, the that's sort of the problem is people get boxed into... All these things, like even your boy Sneeko, I think he's a talented kid. For sure, absolutely. Okay, I think yeah. he's talented, mm -hmm. but I, I purposely use the word kid because he's how old? He's 23, 24? Exactly. Yeah. So when I was 23, 24, I, Molina, but yeah. okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I was broke as shit. There was no YouTube. That wasn't a thing. I was a club promoter in South Beach. I was doing stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. I was getting in where I fit in. And I was 24. I had very strong opinions. I was doing set-up comedy. I had connections. I had access. South Beach nightlife. But I'm 24. Mm -hmm. Now I'm 42. Like, like you have to grow up a little bit. And he'll do that. You'll see Sneeko in 10 years, 20 years, is going to be a different person. So I would probably have the same perspective. Like how he says, like, well, women don't bring anything to the table. It's like, that's not true exactly, buddy. Okay? Especially a good girl to have in your corner. Yeah. Like your girl Melina right here. Like, they're, like that that's to me the problem of like downplaying the significance of the role of a woman. Yeah, and at the same time, you can be the leader in the relationship and you can be the man or you can be the alpha, whatever it is, but that doesn't mean she's a second class citizen. Sure. And that's kind of the problem that I think the red pill has is like, I'm the man and she ain't shit. Yeah. And it's not binary. Yeah. It's like we use the we use that here as like, okay, maybe the man's the CEO. Mm -hmm. But the woman's the COO. Yeah. She or can I'm, run the day-to-day -day operations I'm while the man's making the major decisions. Super curious what you think about this. What do you, it seems like a lot of them now are advocating for these like one-ended open relationships. Do you have feelings on that? or What, what is the one-ended? Where it's open on the guy's end, but it's close the to the girl girl's end. The girl can't see anyone. Yeah. yeah. Look, bro, if you're able to pull that off, you're like the 1% <laughs> of the 1% right. of the 1%. Let me just explain something. Yeah. Uh, without like name dropping, I got some pretty high-profile friends. Mm -hmm. Millionaires, billionaires, wealthy dudes, NBA players, status guys, they don't pull that shit off. So if you think you're just some fucking red pill nerd who's 24 years old that's like, I consume the content, I'm gonna bang all it. Good luck there, fucking James. It's not happening. Okay. Okay. Right, yeah, okay. Now, if you can pull it off, like I know you've done some stuff with uh, 
Alex playing with fire. He's been yeah. here before, okay? Oh, we're he going out to him tonight, off. yeah. Tell him I say hello. Gotcha. Tell his girlfriend I say hello. Tell all his bitches I say hello. Sure. But whatever he has pulled off, whatever he has manufactured, is not realistic for 99.9999% yeah, okay, of people. Okay. This is the same thing I thought. Okay, gotcha. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree 100%. Okay, That's look at us insane. agreeing over here. Yeah. Nice. And, I, and I said yeah. the same thing too, and they disagree with me, but I appreciate you said that. Even for like celebrities and shit, mm -hmm. like you can do it if you're shooting really far down. Mm -hmm. Like if I was dating a random girl that worked at Target or whatever, I could do whatever the fuck I wanted because I'd have 99% of the power in that relationship yeah. and she would know it. But if I'm dating somebody that's like on my level, there's no way, even for celebrities or actors, you're like Leonardo DiCaprio, well, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio, right? But like uh, like two actors that are on similar levels, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna go and fuck a bunch of people, but you have to stay like, that's never yeah. happening. It's but totally even Leo yeah. don't pull it off. Probably I mean, He no, goes from no, hot no. chick to hot sure, chick that's yeah. 25 and under, but like, He's not stepping out and fucking a bunch of other people. I, the only reason I don't say that is because I don't know Hollywood what crazy shit those guys do. They might yes, not like totally different. I'm but sure for like 99.99% of people, even successful people, it's not going to be the case that they're in these like... And, and the issue I have is a lot of these red pill guys are trying to make it sound like these like one-ended open relationships are like the standard for celebrity people. And it's like, no shot. Listen, mm -hmm. it also depends on the type of girl that you're going to wife up. And when I say wife up, I don't mm -hmm. mean like actually getting married, but that's your boo, that's your main girl. Yeah. The, does she have... Self-esteem. Does she have confidence? Does she have brains? Is she bringing anything to the table? Oh, shit. Because if it's all tied into her looks, yeah, and she's like, yeah, I'm a hot girl, and just mm -hmm. buy me shit, materialistic, and yeah, part of that transactional relationship is like, yes, with the Bugatti that I get to drive that you're buying me, or the Maserati and the the shopping sprees that you can do in the design district in Miami, and all the access and the jewelry. And if you're just paying me for my time and my affection. Yeah, on the side, if you want to bang other girls, that comes with a relationship. But if the girl has self-respect, okay, and has self-esteem, and she's actually a good person, and you're a good person, <laughs> okay. at some point, she's going to be like, listen, bro, like, just... Yeah, okay. I, so I one trillion here. percent agree. That's yeah. funny. So we have a lot of agreement there. I hope the next time they're on, they fight with you over that. Mm -hmm. I, like, yeah. there are questions. That just I was understand asking. something. I'm not oh. a red pill. Oh, guy. Yeah, sure, I'm not no, a I understand. But it's I'm green pill. I'm sure, all about okay. the money, dog. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Like that's where I'm at. One of the questions. Make your that, money. When you make the money, you get status. You get network. You get connections. Uh, you get hot chicks. That's kind of how it works. What, the what problem I, that I have with the red pill sometimes, some pill, is that they lead with this is how you have to operate with women. It's like okay, and I'm not even saying like. Like, Myron, major respect. Talk your shit. 100%. Ta talk your shit. Do your thing. So I'm not mm -hmm. even talking about them. I'm saying some of their listeners are like, oh, okay, I'll follow what they say. But they've done nothing. They've made no career. They've made no, no money. They have no network. They have no social status. But they think that they're going to operate in the red pill space and how they're going to operate with women. And they think that's going to be the intro with women. And they've done nothing else to... to um, earn that status and they think they're they're gonna get all this stuff because i'm the man i'm the king i'm the prize it's like oh, good luck homie. Can I ask you okay something? yeah go ahead do you think how many how much percentage of those guys do you think can actually get that status and that money what do you think personally? what percentage of guys of the people that call themselves red pill like the the red pill guys like their fans basically how i don't many even know about red you pill you say, I, I can ask you about i tell you about guys in general or she's asking, like, for the More, audience to yeah. watch, like, Fresh and Fit, how many of them do you think could pull off yeah. the one in an open relationship? But I think you already kind of said, like, the 1% of the 1%, basically. Well, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, I know millionaires and billionaires and NBA yeah. players that don't pull that shit off. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, I'm not saying that they're faithful to their girl, but they ain't telling the fucking truth when yeah. they're going to practice on a Tuesday. Sure. Yeah. Okay? So that's just not how it works. Listen, women today, they're not playing that shit. How many women are you, like, whatever you guys got going on this fucking try buy thing going on and very unique that's sure. why you're on the fucking show hello yeah. but most people don't have that yeah for sure okay and even if you're on that status like 
you're not really about that life. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. or even if we, even if like I could never, if I were to tell her like you're not seeing anybody else, but I'm seeing more people, it, our relationship would be over. Yeah, we be, wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, or the, <laughs> or the, or the, no, or the other way work, around, or yeah. anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. yeah. But if she had low self-esteem and she needed papers to be here and she couldn't pay her rent and like she, you were buying <laughs> okay, this shit, is my argument. Then you could pull it I off. hope those yes. communities are shitting on you now because that's what I said. Yes. I what? said you, because the answer that I gave when I went on that show to trigger the fuck out of them and I think a lot of the audiences, I said you can only do that if the girl has incredibly low self-esteem. For the girl to be okay, or I think I might even argue with Alex about this, for the girl to be okay with you stepping out all the time and then for them to never do it and to accept that, that's so one-sided. But they have like this whole infrastructure of why it's okay. Mm -hmm. Well, well, women, when they have sex with people, it's because they're missing something in the relationship and it's emotional, but men just need variety. They have like a whole way of justifying it, but like, yeah, I think. But just to be clear, yeah, because Anytime there's an idea, people uh-huh. will hear the idea and then kind of like make it like it's almost with Christianity. It started with Jesus and then it became Protestants and then you're yeah. Lutherans and now you're Baptist and now you're fucking Mormon. Next thing you know, you got Scientology, like like whatever that happens. Sure. But the concept of the red pill, just to be clear, and like just the understanding of of human nature and female nature and how men need to operate, I think is a very, very valuable ideology or praxeology as Rolo calls it. I think it's yeah. very valuable, especially for men to understand how to operate. Because the pure essence of it, like John from MLD says, listen, make money, make muscles, learn game, hold frame. I think it is very important sure. for a man to understand, hey, listen, you need to fucking bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. You need to be the man. You need to work out. You need to fucking have game. You need to be able to talk. You need to fucking be the man. I think these are this is this is what women want. Yeah, the fundamentals are good, I think, yeah. Okay. Which usually where but when you go fucking misogyny, when you go we're better than you, and you kind of go down the rabbit hole or MGTOW, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That's where I think you kind of lose that. Sure. But overall, I'm not like I'm. What I would say is, I'm red pill adjacent. I I fuck <laughs> with you guys. Okay. But that's not my life. Gotcha. I'm green pill. Okay. I'm all about that motherfucking money, y'all. Okay. Uh, but I feel like we had a lot of agreement on that one. Did we not, Dustin? Yeah, we do. But there's a lot of these things I've said have triggered the fuck out of a lot of dudes. Hey, listen. I, I, I'm gonna ask, keep pulling I wanna, those triggers, ask, homie. Yeah, I want to ask one more triggers. question. There's another big Go. trigger. And I yeah. called maximum cap on this. I did not believe this for a fucking second. One of the things that I said is people tend to, I use the word league and I shouldn't have. People tend to date within their like areas and kind of like statuses so like if i'm like a phd i'm probably way more likely to have like a phd wife or if i'm working in this industry i'm probably dating some of this industry and uh, but they were saying their argument was like oh no like i can date like uh we don't want those women actually and my question was is do you think that like a a, a random celebrity or millionaire person Mm -hmm. would be willing to just like date and no offense to anybody i've worked all these jobs so i'm not talking down anybody Mm -hmm. but would like a millionaire guy billionaire guy want to date a woman that works at target and all of them said absolutely yes, because that woman might be a virgin, have a low body count, and can like maybe take care of the house. What do you have feelings on that? Do you think so? Or um, well, I mean, it's such an extreme example. It is. So all right, but uh, by the way, the whole virgin thing, like sure. at this point in my life, if you're a virgin, like I, I don't want a virgin. Okay. Like I, when I did stand up comedy years ago, um, I used to tell this joke about uh, this is when like. Suicide bombers were kind of like the cool thing in the world, you know, pre-ISIS, whatever. Gotcha. I remember and buying my vest. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your cool vest. And I said, like, you know, this whole, you know, these these guys, they blow themselves up, right? The, and they, they believe that, you know, according to the Quran, they go to heaven and they get 72 virgins. You've heard this story? You know what happens? You've mm-hmm. heard this? Yeah. Okay. You go, you, if you commit suicide, um, jihad, Right, a holy war example. If you commit suicide, you familiar with any of this? Mm. When you go to heaven, this is a real thing. You can look it up. You get seventy-two virgins. And I said, "Have you ever taken a girl's virginity? Do you know how clingy they get? Now you got seventy-two of them. 
why aren't you paying attention to me? Where are you? I'm like, listen, maybe we could strike a deal, Allah. Maybe we can kind of do half-half, you know, 72 half-virgins, half-sluts. Maybe we do a little, uh, a little you know, finger in the, whatever. So, like, I <laughs> this, this concept of virginity, and I want a girl who's a virgin, it's like, where are you hanging around in the fucking local high schools, dog? Like, sure. where are you finding these people? At the same time, I don't want a fucking girl with a hundred guy body count. There is a difference. Back to your, so anyway, that's my perspective on virginity. But that billionaire guy, that multimillionaire guy, um, he doesn't care, I guess, how much money you make. Whether it's the Target girl or Walmart mm. or, you know, like in, I'm in Miami. I don't care if you're a hot little bottle waitress. I don't care. Are you... Are you attractive? Are you sexy? Are you a nice person? Outer beauty and inner beauty. Those are two big things, not just one or the other. There's a lot of hot models I've hung out with in Miami where I'm like, you are dead inside, bitch. Like, I, you know, so like, I don't have that. So to answer your question, yes, I think a super successful guy will date completely down the totem pole if he's super into the girl. I feel like when I look at a lot of really big business guys, or when I look at like the Bezoses and the Bill Gates, because these mm-hmm. are the people that I obsessed over, I feel like it's very rare that they're with eye candy. I feel like their wives have a huge hand in running parts of their business and running charities and yeah, doing but work. These guys like, aren't fucking, yeah. these guys are tech nerds that made billions. They're not. Yeah, they need someone but, to like okay. stimulate their talk, mind. Like these they aren't real guys. Pick, yeah. Like these aren't real CEOs mm-hmm. like that are, I mean, they are, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. like they're not men's men. They're fucking computer nerds that made billions in the tech okay. space. Okay. But you have people like Cristiano Ronaldo, who he found his wife. And at she's the as store. sexy as they come. She just was working at, I think, Louis Vuitton, and now they're like this ideal couple with kids. Yeah, and family. but can you pull like, up a quick picture of what Ronaldo yes. and his gorgeous wife look like? Yes. Okay, so to so that's a man's man. Ronaldo. Ren- okay, good looking athlete, suck millionaire. At everything. Ronaldo, yeah. was he football Cristiano player? Ronaldo? Yeah. A Fo- soccer player? Yeah. Okay. Jesus, you don't know sports at all. He's like the most famous guy in the world. So, what? Hold on. My wife, football. It's football. Okay, soccer. <laughs> I said the right thing. Fuck you. Okay, uh, but yeah. Okay, yeah. You're football. saying international football. Yeah, football player versus American football. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a little Pull different. It's a little different for me thinking of him. I guess. Okay. He's look, like I a, mean, look at this girl. Yeah, yeah. But talk about red pill, blue pill. Look at that. <laughs> it's different. We scroll in on that it's for a second. This guy, because this guy's an athlete, right? He's not right. like yes. a businessman, right. entrepreneur. Like he probably is now, but like I feel like the. Yeah, what he's but looking I'm just talking about a good-looking, successful, athletic, manly dude. Sure. Would probably that's not Bill Gates, by the way. Okay. Yeah. True. But Would I you agree? agree? I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, but it does make sense. You wouldn't yeah. find someone like Bill Gates with just a random girl, I feel like, at Target. I think he does need someone to stimulate his mind a little bit, especially because he's been in, yeah, like... Yeah, of course. Biz. Like, he's not going to want to be with, like, some airhead It's also a 65-year-old girl. guy that's probably not fucking banging anymore, and he just wants, to, like, needs, like, good conversations. Of course, yeah. it's a different thing. Okay. Maybe who, would, more who would you rather be with, a Bill Gates or a Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh. I don't know much about any of them. I'll just show you the <laughs> pictures. You tell me. But That's Cristiano Ronaldo. That gentleman right there. Okay. Okay. And do you know what Bill Gates looks like? Show me. The fact that you don't know what Bill I Gates looks like is fucking beyond me. Because I, okay. I don't remember face. I don't care about what people look That's like. That's Bill Gates. He's the owner of the uh, founder of Microsoft. I don't, think, I don't think I have a preference. Whatever. You don't have a preference? I don't no care. No shot. You ha- absolutely Melina, yeah. thank you. Destiny, thank you, buddy. <laughs> Do you want to bang the hot 38-year-old Latin lover uh, Portuguese soccer player worth, I don't know, probably $500 million? Or do you want to date the nerdy computer guy, guy worth over a hundred billion? It's probably more interesting. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, and this is my and this was my my initial point of that of you being um, a sapiosexual into the brains. Not that saying you're not a hot guy, Destiny, but she no. clearly attracted you for I know your brains. What you're saying that's okay. All right. <laughs> clearly, yeah. Clearly. Um, okay, let's move on. 
Mm. So I've kind of said that, I, you, back to the Tate thing. Um, you know, you were talking about materialism and how these guys are about materialism. You know, and I've been pretty like clear. I'm not red pill, I'm not blue, I'm green pill. I care about, mm-hmm. you know, improving your status, creating something, having a career, making something of yourself. And then when you can do that, everything else is sort of a byproduct of that. You had a conversation again with Fresh and Fit and these guys about um, about materialism and how they're basically too material. And the, you know, so I, w- what I am is I am a um, millionaire minimalist. I don't have a car. I've had a car in over a decade. Okay, I'm I don't similar, a, very I don't, similar. I, don't I drive have, here. I've got my precious Focus RS. It's a $40,000 car. I love it to death. Could get something a lot better, but it gets if I total it, I don't care. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I don't um I don't have a crazy mortgage. I move from a nice apartment to a nice apartment every few years. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm around. I'm not I don't have a fancy palette. Like I'm not a foodie. I like to do basically three things. I like to work and do what work what I, I work my I have a financial career and also what we do here. I like mm-hmm. that. I enjoy that. Like humans are meant to work, right? Like you can't just sit around and do nothing all day. I like briefly like was semi-retired when I was like 35. I'm like this is boring and shit. I mean, and I got into the this space. I like to actually generally hang out with my friends, mm-hmm. like a, like real relationships, real friendships. And I like to hang out with pretty women because I think women to be the best creatures on the planet. So, you know, I'm not a materialist, right? And you were pretty explicit that you're not one either. And that's kind of your knock on the red pill space that it's all materialism. But you said that, listen, and this is what you were going back. You're like, hey, I'm a millionaire, man. I'm 33. I'm a millionaire. I got my shit together. I travel the world. So are you a minimalist? Are you... You're kind of an anti-materialist. So I've watched, I love him to death, but I watched my whole family fall into this trap, okay? Um, the this American dream trap. I don't know why people use money to acquire more bills. That to me, when I grew up, like debt represents the most like crushing form of psychological and physical imprisonment than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. If you're stuck at a bad job with bills you can barely afford. Your life is over. You're not going back to school. You've got no upwards mobility. Nothing is happening to you. That's you, welcome to the rest of your life at 26 years old. Um, for me, money today signifies freedom. If I don't want to work ever, mm-hmm. I could. If I don't want to work for an extended period of time, I could. If I want to travel, I could. If I want to live somewhere, I could. That's what money is to me. Um, I don't use my money to like get a whole bunch of new debt. Like, oh, cool, I've got a big car now. I've got like a $12,000 a month apartment at the, you know, penthouse or whatever. I got all this shit. Like, that's just really stressful to me. So yeah. for, for me personally, there might be some things that you can buy that like make it like I'll, I'll, I'll spend a lot of money on like a really cool computer. I'll probably get a cooler car at some point because um, I enjoy driving. But I'm not here to like spend, 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 spend so that I have no money left to show for anything I've done. Yeah. Got it. And you gave this one example about how like half your family is is kind of like that where they're they're. I look like well, the they, poorest person in my family. If you compare the houses we live in and the cars we drive, yes. you would you would easily guess that I'm the poorest person. Gotcha. So they're they're wealthy to an extent, no, but they're also they have a lot of debt. A lot of debt. Like they'll make like they'll be like on a six figure income. Yes. With like their like uh, with working on like their chapter thirteen bankruptcy that they're still paying off or chapter mm-hmm. eleven or whatever, right? Where they're, they're where they'll have like four cars in the front and like maybe one of them is going to get repoed in a couple yeah. months. <laughs> you know, like that kind of lifestyle. That, yeah. that It's like that toxic American, a middle class, like obsessed with wealth and money and new things every time you get a raise you're getting a new vehicle yeah. every time you get a bonus you're buying a new tv like that kind yeah, of you stuff. ever read the uh, book called the millionaire next door no where basically i'll give you the, the essence of it is who you think are the millionaires are not the millionaires sure because it's the whether it's the doctor or the lawyer the successful guy they need to keep up with the joneses if your doctor or your lawyer was driving a honda civic you'd be like what, what kind of lawyer like he needs to be driving a mercedes what are we talking about that's my lawyer mm-hmm. 
and they need to kind of keep up with the Joneses, so they need to show off those possessions to kind of prove or, or you know, like virtual signal almost to the world that I have made it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that if your car payment is a thousand bucks a month, if your mortgage is ten thousand a month, and you're drowning in debt, and you got to pay for your kid's private school, it's like you're living a paycheck to paycheck life. I think fifty percent of millennials making over a hundred grand or more are living paycheck to paycheck, and I think forty percent of Americans making a quarter million dollars or more living paycheck to paycheck. That's wild. To it's me. wild. Why would you choose to put yourself? where poor people are. <laughs> That's a poor person's lifestyle, is having to stress about bills, having to work every single paycheck, having no time off, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the it's the obsession with like having the the social signifiers, like look look yes. at how wealthy I am, like look at my car, like look at my house, look at my thing. But that a lot obsessive. of it has to do with being confident with who you are. Like I can tell one thing about you, whether you're here in literal fucking pajamas, by the way. <laughs> They're not, fuck me. Okay, hold on. These okay. sweatpants. But, sweat okay, pants. whatever. You look like you just rolled out of bed, but what I will say, I mean, you haven't shaved, got a haircut. I but, shaved for this event. You, I did my you shave your Adam's apple, shave, dog. Shave, I have respect. Okay. Show up anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. The point okay, is hold that, on. When was the last time you shaved? Because you look like you shave regularly. That's more than a five o'clock shadow. Okay, it's ten okay. o'clock That's, shadow, buddy. Yeah, okay. okay, all right. So, slow down. Friday. You're the one that shaved. Okay, anyway, yeah. I'm giving you a compliment. Yeah. Okay, sorry, guys. Is that through all the pajamas, the <laughs> I beard, like your whatever? Suit. Let me. Okay, yeah. thank you. Okay. Um, and just forget, in case you forget my name, my shirt's sauce. the name of the sauce right there. Gotcha. But oh, and if you forget who I am, this is my shirt. Thank you. How you doing, But the point is, I will say, is that you do have confidence. And that the most attractive quality, you tell me, Melina, the most attractive uh, quality a man can have is confidence. Mm -hmm. And like, whether you like literally wearing pajamas or whether you're wearing a suit or whatever, I'm not wearing a watch. Like, I told the story the other day, like I had a sick month at work um, in June. Mm -hmm. All right. It was a big month for me. Well over six figures. What did I buy? I bought two Bitcoin and I bought a new suit. Okay. So that cost me forty. $2,000. $2,000. I still had well over, you know, almost a hundred grand left over. Could I have bought a Rolex? Sure. Could I have bought a car cash? Sure. But that's not me. Okay. I'm just, I'm like, that, that's just not me because I don't need that to validate myself. Yeah. Right. Do you have a similar ideology? Yeah, of course. I don't. Yeah. Like I said, like I like I know what I've done. I know what I've accomplished. I know who I am. I know my value. Yeah. Um, I don't have to like flaunt it or show it off. If you know me, you know. If you don't, if you judge me on some other shit, that's fine. You're lost. Like I'm cool with it. Trying to sound like Biggie. If you if you don't know, now you know. Do you have anything you like to like indulge in? It well, I spend a lot of time doing computer stuff. It's probably traveling for us. Mm. Um, but traveling is nice because that's not debt. We can spend like five thousand dollars. And go to like not even something in like a memory, yeah, Good experience. Like yeah. our whole Aruba vacation was probably like was really two fun. grand, three grand, maybe. I was there longer though. Huh? Yeah, I was there longer than you. Sure. Oh yeah, you spent a lot more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's gonna. If I were, if I was to splurge on anything, it would be a car. It'd be a new cool car. Mm-hmm. Um. But otherwise, yeah, I just. I but it's because you like driving it. Yeah, for sure. I love driving. That's it. Driving. It's is super not because fun it's right a now. cool car. It's like a mm-hmm. car that you like to use. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, you've got about a half hour left. With destiny, are we? We got super chats yes, going on we here. Do, have some super do you want chats. to do that now or at the yeah, end? Yeah, let me now. do the super chats because I but know I don't, they don't think I want to read them. Okay, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me wrap up this segment. We'll, yeah. we'll and we'll do super chats before we move on, and then we'll uh, do super chats at the end. So okay. I, I so apologize let's get a few for more in. So super I can chats. Get them we we were focusing on the super chats. We're reading and all. Nada do her thing. Um, you said something before where if you're and this will actually agree with you. If you're born middle class in America and you die middle class in America, you're a loser. Wait, damn, hold on, chill. You said that. Okay, let me give a little bit more flesh out yes. to that, okay? This is the issue that I have, okay? If you're born middle class, you stay middle class, that's fine. Okay, good for you. Um, 
What I don't like is middle class people that are born middle class and stay middle class their whole lives that talk down to working class people. Okay, I, when I was working class, I hated middle class more than upper class, and now that I'm upper class, I still hate middle class more than anything else because they always act like so fucking like haughty and they haven't really accomplished much or done much. Not no offense to any of them, but it's like if you've got a poor person who was born to a poor family and then they work poor jobs and they have kids and all those people will stay poor, they're kind of like on a track and they're kind of doing what is expected. But like middle class people look at this people and be like, wow, you're not shit. Like what a fucking loser you work at target you work at starbucks mm-hmm. you work at walmart like what a loser and it's like okay well what do you do well i'm an engineer what was your dad well he was an engineer well, okay well why aren't you a fucking millionaire like you had the entire world at your mm-hmm. fingertips when your entire life you went to better schools you had access to the internet and computers you had wealthy parents that were knowledgeable that could be mentors to you early on and you're doing the exact same shit that you did right not that there's anything wrong with that just but if you're middle class and your parents are middle class don't you dare talk down to working class people whose parents are working class like you expected them to climb a whole fucking class when you had the world at your fingertips and you couldn't figure out how to make a million dollars by your 40 years old get the fuck out of but here. why are you apologizing don't feel bad well, like because i, I don't agree want to, because you if here. you're like a middle class guy and you realize like yeah i'm lucky and i'm cool and i'm middle class i'm not shitting on all middle class people just middle class people tend to be some but of the most it, it, but i also kind of think like the whole purpose especially for a man in life is to improve your lot in life and improve your status and I don't, i'm not sure what we're defining as middle class or mm-hmm. working class mm-hmm. or but like if you're born here mm-hmm. and you stay there you haven't improved at all I think it's okay, depending on what your goal is. It, like, if you just want to get like a job and have friends and family, be able to travel and stuff, that's totally fine. Yeah, if you want to be average and basic, that's fine. Average well, and basic. A- if average and basic means living a healthy life, you go to the gym, you've got cool friends, you have like hobbies, then that's totally fine. That's cool. Yeah, the problem is most of those people are not doing that. Most of those people who are, you know, most people are most people. Those people, most of them, are living paycheck to paycheck. They're forty pounds overweight. You know, they they don't have that many friends. They're fucking sitting at home, working from home. They don't like they haven't got their life together. They're just basic. And that's average. That's fine. And if you want that life, go ahead and have that life. But for me, I surround myself people who want more out of life. That's cool. And I mean, me and Melina, were- this is something we figured out in this industry. There's a lot of really successful people that are really fucking miserable. <laughs> Uh, in our industry, everyone, yeah, all of them well, just hate. What I also doing know again. some successful people are the mm-hmm. happiest motherfuckers I sure, know. That's true. Like, but I also so, know like, some middle class people. This is, so this is always me, and I grill my parents to death over this shit. Okay, because my parents, again, I love them to death. Okay, mm-hmm. huge Cuban immigrant mindset. Come to the America, work, 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 and they've got huge houses and lots of cars that they can barely fucking pay for. The happiest that I've seen the the Cuban side of my family is, um, you know, like Hialeah. Of course. Grandma used to live down there. That's where I would go every summer. Trashy fucking apartments. You'd have to pick everything up off the floor when it rains because they would have flood. Cockroaches ever okay. Crazy mm-hmm. shit. But goddamn, every Friday, Saturday, all the family, all the cousins, every other black would be going to people's houses. They'd be having like uh, cook ins, I guess. They'd be frying shit. Yeah. There'd be black beans and rice everywhere. And everybody's having a super fun time. And when I see some middle class people that are caught in these debt trap rat races, yeah. and then I see some like poor people, it's like, damn, like life kind of sucks. And they get through life or whatever. They get through their nine to five or their uh, eight to six. But damn, every weekend they're seeing friends and family they're having fun like i think there's a balance to be struck there um to where it's not just the money like money is a great enabler and it lets you do things either really good or really bad like you can use money to get yourself in a whole lot of trouble and be fucking miserable or you can use money to empower yourself to like be happy money's a tool a use, yeah. it, use it how you want 100 mm-hmm. but i'd <laughs> i'd rather have the money and 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 not have the problems and figure out the problems than not having any money and when a problem hits like much respect to I believe me I grew up in Miami little Havana like I get it mm-hmm. those people like they might be happy on a you know pig fry saturday but come monday they're not the happiest people around okay they don't sure. have any money 
No, yeah, I mean, like, You're I seeing agree them you, at a party. But I also know, I know people with a lot of money. I don't money, know anybody at a party that's not in a good mood. I know people with a lot of money who don't know what to do with themselves. Even you said, like, you retired early. Like, this is fucking horrible. No. And I know a lot of people, and it's funny. Um, we used to have a friend who would talk about, and he got a lot of shit for saying this, but he would talk about it. And he's like, fuck, I actually wish I was poor. Because when you're poor, it feels like you've got something to fight against, something to struggle uh. for. And this guy was insanely wealthy, insanely talented, um, had, had businesses, huge, successful streamer. And he killed himself, like, two years ago because mm-hmm. he just, he was so bored and so depressed and so everything in his life was like so fucked and it's like damn like this lot, guy he did had, not have to think about money yeah he had everything in the world but and, and I, I agree with you let me be very clear yeah. having money is something that used to be poor okay yes the worst thing to hear when you're poor is that having money won't fix your problems okay fuck you yeah fuck yeah, yeah. you yeah. I agree with that look at the having smile on my nice. face now motherfucker yeah. okay. having money is definitely nice yes. but there are a lot more miserable wealthy people I mean even you said it how many fucking millennials are making 105,000 a year but they live like in the fucking bay or in LA and they're living paycheck to paycheck and it's like bro you got so much money make better decisions you know yeah well okay that that actually tees up my next topic here Uh and i'll give it this case example and then we'll kind of get to that so at at one point um you gave an example i don't remember what show was on but you said Mm -hmm. i know a guy who makes 140 grand a year he's sitting in his apartment he's working from home and he hates himself he's got no fulfillment in his life he's got no friends except on discord no No. hobbies except for the fucking four thousandth game of legend that's going on there and he's just sitting in the house playing video games so, and I think you were kind of equating to, he was some sort of red pill loser. I could be wrong on that. No, no red pill guy. Okay, but just gotcha. like, this is like the millennial plight is yeah. they went to college, they got good jobs, they're making decent money and they're not even like in debt, yeah. but man, they have no happiness in their life. Okay. But why do you think that is? Because I think that in society, I think that we tend to, we look for progress in ways that are easily quantifiable. So like, I know that this iPhone is better than that iPhone because this has like the A12 chip instead of the A11 one, or the Snapdragon 945 is better than the Snapdragon 930 because it's got a higher gigahertz or this is like we quantify things in technology and all those numbers but we don't think about improving in life it's like if i were to ask you a society improved in the last 50 years your answer would never be like well i think it's improved because we have more relationships we've got more friends we have better relationships with our parents like that's never the answer it's always like are we more making more money or have better technology Mm -hmm. and those things are like you said for money those are tools um something that i point out a lot is that like when i was growing up when facebook first was a thing um, I don't know if you had the same experience that I did because I'm a little younger, um, but Facebook was so cool when it came out, mainly because it let you like see parties and shit. So mm-hmm. you would go on to Facebook, you'd see who's having parties and you check in and you'd like show up at people's places. And that was the cool thing about Facebook. Um, social media used to be this like amplifier of social life. You'd get on social media, you'd talk to friends, you like make plans and shit. That was awesome. You'd have to phone call people or whatever to figure it out. And now social media has become a replacement for those relationships. That is the worst thing. You'd be better off not being on the computer at all than only being able to talk to people online or only using social media electronic stuff instead of real life interactions yeah and that yeah. speaking of facebook i mean that's why they changed their name to meta because they want everyone to be in the fucking metaverse in the metaverse yeah. which is so beyond okay but mm-hmm. back to your boy the 140 grand guy like i don't, I don't know if it's yeah. an actual person or if like or character just like of, the, that is the representative play yeah but like dude get off meta get off facebook put the video game thing down get out of the house so this is this is the part of the of the of the um, podcast where I don't think we're going to see eye to eye, but I'd love to hear your opinion. We've had a respectful conversation debate. Oh, now you're going to call me names? Yeah, let's go. No, not at all. That's (laughs) not, I'm not a name caller, bro. But (laughs) I truly believe that time is money and that you should invest your time, not spend your time. Okay. Like the biggest change in my life is when someone told me that my buddy, he's like, dude, you got to invest your time. Stop spending all your time. And when I, when I, when I did that, it like, I dropped all the time spending I was doing and I only invest my time. Okay. So, what was I doing at the time? I think I was like in three fantasy football leagues. I was in playing in like 
random competitive fucking basketball leagues that meant nothing to win some meaningless trophy. I was smoking weed every day. I was just doing a lot of BSing and not investing my time And I, when I was just spending my time. And in my opinion, today, in today's culture, the biggest waste of time is video games. And I know that you've made your name with video games, but for me, as someone that doesn't play video games, and I'm more of a sports guy, get out and throw the ball, like, hey, I'm a guy. I just, because I don't know about that world. You're going to teach me. I just think it's fucking dorks sitting in a dark room on some fucking game, not doing anything, gut, loser. That's, the, that's what I have. Now, I don't think any of them are as smart as you, or I don't know, because mm-hmm. I, I actually do respect how smart you are. I don't know about that outfit, the pajamas, by the way, Destiny. I'm not, not going to let you go on that. Good. But I kind of wanted to say, put the fucking remote down and get out of the house. So you've made your name with video games. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm right. Like, what don't I understand about all these guys? Like that example of the guy who makes 140 mm-hmm. grand a year, sitting in his apartment, working from home. He hates himself. He's no, no familiar fulfillment because he's got no friends except on discord no hobbies except for game of legends that's his problem get out of the house bro you make 140 grand a year go to the local watering hole meet some chicks have fun like get out do cross country like you used to do back in the day <laughs> yeah why are you spending four fucking thousand hours of your life on game of legends yeah i don't i don't almost i don't 100 disagree i think that video games can be like a fun way to pass the time but i think it's very easy to fall into addictive like rhythms or routines with video games mm-hmm. um, but that's that's the whole my whole point it's you're passing time you're not yeah but i think it's okay spending, to like like that's worse than spending time when you're you just talk like, about spending, time is meaningless when you talk about she's sp- been very clear that time is very important to you yeah so how do you about, grapple with that when you talk about spending or investing time it's yeah. going to be your perspective on what counts as an expenditure versus an investment right okay. some of the I have amazing memories in my life relating to crazy girls, traveling to insane places, um, doing things with Melina where we travel to other countries and doing things. I have really, really, really good and strong memories attached to that that I will never regret. I also have some amazing memories tied to experiences I've had with video games and friends that I will never forget that are- What kind of memories? They're just even- By the way, before you answer that, you're talking to somebody that hasn't played a fucking video game since his parents came into his room when he's six years old or eight Uh years old and he's like- that's it. You're spending too much time on video games. Your Super Mario's done. You're out. And I literally haven't played video games since. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to explain. I'm not gonna be able to explain it to you. Well, of course you have to. <laughs> but I can't because you have no. You don't have the perspective of playing video games. So it's all gonna sound like lame to you. But like, but I for understand me, what it's. I get it. You put a remote in your hand. You look at a screen. You fucking hit. Yeah, buttons and you interact in your hand. with people. But like, there's like a lot of funny shit that can happen in the course of like playing video games. Give me an example. There, um, give you like. There was a there's a girl that I used to play with called Cheeks and we'd play CSGO and uh, that's a shooting game, right? And yeah. you've got microphones and you make call outs and you're talking to people while you're playing the game. And in one of these matches we were in, there was like this twelve year old kid that was playing with us. Yeah. And every time he would talk, there's a fucking accordion going on in the background. And we didn't know if it was like a song. And eventually, like three rounds in, we asked the guy, what the fuck is going on? And the kid starts talking about like my dad is like a professional accordion player and he practices. And it was just it was just the funniest fucking thing in the world was listening to this kid get mad when he was dying and everything we'd be like, guys, like help me on B side, I need help. And you'd hear his dad fucking playing the accordion in the fucking background, and we were just losing. This is the the, the the dichotomy of him getting upset and trying to make calls mm-hmm. to the game, and his dad just fucking churning on his accordion in the background. That was really fucking funny. Um, and there's just like a lot of like really random small things like that where they're like like it might be replaceable with like at a bar you run into somebody that is like very weird, or at like a, especially past like serving time you see people that are really drunk and you see like fun experiences or whatever. Like there are experiences you can create in these like virtual worlds and these game worlds that are also like really funny. You just have to be careful not not to go too far with it. But like, mm-hmm. I think in life there's a rule around moderating that type of stuff. 
Weed is so much fun. Getting high is a lot of fun. I love a lot of different types of drugs. Probably going to do it after the show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> drugs are awesome. And if you haven't tried drugs, try them. They're so much fun. Be careful what you're trying In to be responsible. In moderation. But man, dude. Quick disclaimer. That's, we are not advocating with that. When I meet people here. that yeah. smoke every single day, yeah. it's like, no, not right. good. You're moderation. not even getting high anymore, dude. Right. Like, come on. Like, chill. Come um, on, bro. Yeah, and I think that video games are much the same. You can play games. You can. It could be a competitive outlet. You can share fun experiences and moments with friends and shit, mm-hmm. especially friends that live around the world. But if you find yourself doing that at the expense of doing anything in the real world, then you've developed a problem. What do you playing. think is the... is the And you play a lot of video games, too. You're I on, don't. You no. don't play any? No, 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 no. Zero? No. No. What? No, I okay. like traveling and doing things in real life. Yeah. I like drugs, too. So you don't play video games at all? No. So Didn't grow up with it. Th- does this create friction in your relationship? Because he spends, I don't know, a lot of time, I assume, playing video games. That's kind of how he's made his name. And you're like, I'm not into video games. I think you spend probably most of your time playing video games or like working. Um, but whenever we do like plan to like do something, we do something that we both like. So we like to go shooting, for example. We like mm-hmm. to like go to cities or like traveling around. That's why we travel a lot because it's mm-hmm. like the thing that we like to do. Are you, do you ever get super frustrated that he's like more focused on the games than you? <sighs> I no, because like my I, games I is like when I'm I, streaming, right? Yeah, you sh- sometimes... Most sometimes, of the time. Sometimes you do, but so, it's not its not like a massive issue. I'm trying to understand this because mm-hmm. I, I'm, this is coming from a place of like genuine curiosity, not judgment, just so we're clear. Yeah, okay, of course. What What is the best part of playing the video games and what do you think is the, the, the most negative consequences from playing the video Depends games? Depends on the types of game you're playing, but like games, I, I mean like um, if you've been... So you said you played basketball, right? Yeah. If you, I imagine if you practice like free throws a lot, or if you practice shooting three yeah. point line or whatever a lot, that when you're in the middle of a as high pressure of a game, well, usually you played in leagues, right? Mm-hmm. If you can land like the winning point, or if you have an exceptional performance in a game, yeah, it feels good because it's like the culmination of a whole bunch of shitty time spent doing something not necessarily that fun, mm-hmm. right? Nobody likes practicing free throws. Nobody likes, right. nobody likes practicing anything at all, right? But like you build towards something. And you I think do it's things because it's fun. Whether yeah. it's basketball or video games. And so in video games, if you're playing like competitive stuff on ladders, you can have those similar types of experiences where there yeah. are people that you like you're competitive, you're trying to outplay the other person, you're trying sure. to play at a better level than them. And if through like years of practice or months of practice on particular things, if you manage to like beat somebody at like a type of game, it feels good. It's a good experience. Like, okay, cool, I practice, I've iterated on my play style and I've done this, and now I'm better than this person. Yeah. yeah. So I, we're on the same page where it comes to, you know, getting better at something and improving and even mm-hmm. having fun. So we're cool there. But it goes deeper, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay, I like to have fun. I like to win. I like to have fun playing basketball. But almost like kind of like what we talked about with Tate and and Myron, and there's byproducts of success. So because I like to have fun, there's also byproducts. What are the byproducts of playing sports? It's, all right, I'm getting in shape. All right, I'm not a fat ass. I'm not sitting in the house. I'm actually genuinely creating real in real life relationships mm-hmm. i'm understanding leadership i'm understanding roles i'm understanding who the best player is who the worst player is you got to build up the worst player so he doesn't fucking ruin it for the team you're talking to guys you're interacting you're, like you're competing you're talking shit with the other team you know what guy on the other team you can talk shit to you know what other guy on the team you should not talk shit to there's so many things with social dynamics and health and benefits and leadership there's so many other qualities that come with it and like the, my question with video games it's like it just seems like it's kind of fun. And you there's can no other engage, qualities. You can engage with anything in any way that you'd like. 
and there are ways yeah, but you, you can don't take lose really weight. Positive. You don't become friends with you other people. You don't lose weight, but you can. Uh, there are there are as there are business skills that I can talk to you about that I have learned because of running in-game Such organizations. Um, here's a really good one. Yep. If you're in charge of a group of people, you can never ever say. We need to get this done. Let's go. You have to assign specific tasks to specific people to okay. hold them accountable. If you tell 10 people to go and pick a box up, nobody will do it. If you tell one person to do it, he will absolutely get it done. Um, there are a lot of leadership skills you pick up. Um, something I learned when it comes to like managing groups of people and advocating for ideas, it's always important to have a counter advocate for any idea that you want to do moving forward in an organization. If everybody's on the same page with something and all of you have an idea and you're all gung-ho about it, you're going to do some dumb shit and no one's even going to know. No one's going to call you on it. It's always good to have a counter advocate saying like, why shouldn't we do this? Why am I being a little bit fucking crazy about this particular thing mm-hmm. um it's really important to understand how to have communications with people and talk to people that want things that are way different than you um that's an important skill if you're in games you've got to like coordinate between groups of people they want to do this thing but you want to do this thing well, what are the comp it's important to understand like what are the compromises you can make when you're not um morale is a really important thing as stupid as it sounds there are some video games that have long stretches of time that are really boring it's not enough to just say like we're on this mission guys and we need to win sometimes it's important to be like what is the general morale of the group because people with high morale will perform better at their jobs than people with low morale that might even be like more uh more proficient at their jobs here's another thing the most valuable fucking employee i've learned this now in my business life and i learned this in the video game life and if you're listening to this please god this is like the most important piece of advice i'll ever give anybody okay if you can be the guy that is punctual five minutes earlier early to everything or response to emails within 24 hours, you are automatically ahead of so many people that are so much more talented than you. I would rather work with a seven out of 10 artist that gets back to me within 24 hours mm-hmm. or is like um, efficient, like can respond to me in time versus somebody that's like a mad scientist artist who does the best work ever, but sometimes they disappear for months at a time. You yeah, know? well, are you, yeah. Are you, I, I feel you on that. You're, yeah. Are you familiar with, uh, I think it's Simon Sinek. He did the, um, the he spent time with the Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. You ever hear that breakdown when he basically says the difference between talent and trust? No. So he does like the, uh, what is this called? Like a bar graph, like a like a y-axis and an x-axis, whatever. Okay. You're more the technical guy than me, but let, let's say this is the, the y-axis is the x-axis. It could have the wrong way around. No, whatever. you got it right. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. G-checking <laughs> me right yeah, there. You got it. But on this side is talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. The most talented individual. And on this side is trust. I trust him to show up five minutes early, leadership mm-hmm. and all that. And he says he spent time with the Navy SEALs and he says, well, obviously... They want the people who are the most talented and the most trustworthy. That's their first pick. Mm-hmm. But what's surprise? So that's not surprised. The most surprising is that their second pick is someone who is low talent but high trustworthy. Yeah, they're gonna be there. They might not be the best at it, but they will show they'll up. They'll show up and they'll give you their all. Yes. And they're what, them, yeah. what is the most dangerous? And the last pick is the person who is um, super talented but low trust. You know that they're the man. You know that that if they show up, they'll be great. But it's a 50-50 chance if they show up. They said they don't want those guys on their team. Mm -hmm. So trust was more important than talent. That's essentially what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. There it is. Look at but a lot of those things games. I learned from through video games. Okay. But there's also you could also just sit there and be a drone and not do anything yeah. or whatever. And you okay. Just so last so, yeah. question yeah. on video games, then we'll get to the what? super chat, and then we'll get to the My last gambling. topic here. True. How much time should the for a normal person? What's a, an appropriate amount of time that's like, yeah, cool. You want to play an hour a day? Cool. Versus, dude, you played seven hours today. What are you doing? Is there an appropriate amount of time you think is like healthy for video games? The reality is going to be striking a balance with your life. Um, if you tell me that you play video games for uh, like six hours a night, Monday through Friday, but like 
Saturday and Sunday, you're out rock climbing, off-roading, going to the beach with friends or whatever. But like on weekdays, nobody's free. Yeah, fuck it. Dude, that person does not exist. Well, maybe. They're Uh, spending six hours a day video games and now all of a sudden they're fucking rock climbing on the weekend. Okay, you say this, but okay, if you're at home before you do this, sit down. They're on iPhones at the very least. Holy yeah. shit. If you look at the on-screen time, people spend a ungodly amount of fucking time looking at their phone, right? And yeah, the thing, and true. people will say shit like, oh, video games are fucking losers. I never do that as they scroll through TikTok and Reddit for 15 fucking hours Touché. a day on their fucking phone. And it's like, Touché. Jesus, yeah. I'd rather so be like, creating yeah. content than consuming but, it all the time. You might be a guy who only plays video games for like two hours a day or maybe an hour a day, but it's like every time your wife wants to eat with you, you're like, oh, I'm going to go to my computer. I'm just going to play games while I like eat dinner or whatever. And it's like, even though you're spending less time, like you're substituting important shit, you know? So it's going to depend on like the, like I agree with you. It's unlikely that there's somebody playing seven hours a day and working full time that has like a good balance. But for some people, as long as it's fun, Mm -hmm. you're like taking care of your hygiene. You're not like going weeks without showering. Your life isn't falling apart. Like do like do what's fun for you. Make sure that you're not neglecting important things. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing and we'll get to the super chats and we'll wrap up. Mm -hmm. I have some friends that play in the NBA's example, NBA guys. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so they'll do their practice. They'll do their thing. They'll have a game or whatever. And then they'll just like unwind and play video games and i'm yeah. like i'm cool with that i think that's like again i'm not a video game guy but i get it they're exerting their energy they're working their ass off they're getting booed in public mm-hmm. you know they're making millions they're taking care of their body if they want to fucking like for me if i want to watch a like an episode of it's always sunny or seinfeld it's like let me just unwind and just not use my brain i get that that's sort of what they're doing but the average person is not that guy the average person like we talked about that guy making 140 grand a year sitting in his apartment work from home He's got no friends, no hobbies, but he's just fucking playing video games all day. My advice for that guy is get the hell out of the house. Put the put the remote down. Sure. That's that. Um, anyway, let's get to some super chats. We'll do one more topic and we'll wrap up. Cool? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Go ahead, Nat. Super chats. Thank you guys for uh, sending these super chats. So I'm going to go through them quickly with you guys. So first we have Black Panther, 899. Thank you. He said, yo, Adam, please get Rolo to see Destiny. Rolo, Rolo Tomasi is ducking Destiny. He huh. actually texted me uh, before the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You want to. What do you say? Is he ducking you or you're yeah. ducking he him? Said, he talks a lot of shit in chat sometimes, and he's made a couple comments on videos. And I'm like, hey, if you want to hop on and chat about something, we can do it. But he Would you ever want to debate Rolo? If you ever wanted to, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. How about this? If I can arrange a debate with Rolo, would you be down? Yeah, as long as I know the topic in advance. Yeah, for sure. What do you mean? Topic yeah. in advance? Fucking like video games. What are you talking about? Of course. Yes. Video topic game? in oh, advance. Sure. Well, that may, maybe yeah, we do that. Yeah, Rolo, sure. if you're listening, my friend Rolo, I'll text you after the show. Would you be down to do a debate with Destiny? I feel like a lot of people would want to see that. Yes. Okay. I like that. Okay. Way to start the super chat. Um, then we have our next one from David199. Thank you. Hell nah. I'll pray for y'all though. David, I'm going to need you to do a little bit better though. Uh, then we have Cool Cat599 invites Destiny's best friend, uh, Vouch, to the show. I'm not sure who That's that is. That's a stream meme. He's, you don't, don't worry about it. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> it's not your friend. Okay. We're enemies, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, Kimio, uh, $5. Thank you. She's straight up uh, straw manning with this bad faith argument. I think that was referring to earlier. Then we have JC. We're having, we're just having fun, guys. This is all fun. Thank you. We then, are having fun. Yeah, we're having a I'm blast. <laughs> I'm a little upset that you didn't have a cocktail with me, buddy. Yeah, it's right. After, Time for a cocktail. After the show. After the okay. show. I didn't know the topic of the thing, so I wanted to show. I don't want to get too <laughs> crazy we're at, we have got 20 minutes of five minutes left so yeah. i mean have now a or shot. Never. if you, you want to have, have, have a shot have a shot right now let's do okay. a shot like by the way it's one shot it's okay get on, are you about you to tell drunk. your man he can't have a shot I'm about he to drunk is, drive out of he, here. He gets drunk very easily. No, no, no. First of all. One shot. Okay. Hold on. You're hold saying on. that wait, he's going to get drunk of one shot? That is not true. 
<laughs> Number two you is start. one shot. After three shots. Now Now he's got a principal. After three. 100%. Hey, woman. Men are about to drink right now. I'm like a mother here, okay? After three shots, he rolls around on the floor. I can't wait to be driving through traffic. Pass me your shot glass. Absolutely. We've got Glenn Livett. We've got Kettle. We've got Don Julio. We've got Patron. What are we doing? Shout out. You were talking about the gym earlier. <sighs> what happened with that? Whatever the roughest, manliest shot of whatever oh, you can give me. Whiskey. Yeah, give that. Yeah, right there. That looks okay. good. Absolutely, absolutely. The roughest, manliest shot. Does take a shot? She's going to. I'm going to the gym. How about a shot of Pepsi? Just to say you did it with I'm us. Good. Stop. You're yes. weird. We're look no. corner your show. Oh, you <laughs> think you're better than us. And let me read these That's tests. That's Scandinavian attitude. You think you're better than us? Let me read these tests. So then we have another one by Chase. Do you want to chase her? Ten dollars. There you go. You want to give me a second shot? No. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a chaser a second shot. <laughs> Melina, take a shot sure. of... Oh, okay. Pepsi, that's fine. Pass me your glass, please. A little shot glass. We're having fun here, guys. Yes. Nat, we're going to cheers to you gotcha. since you're not joining us right cheers now. Cheers to all of us. All right. Got my Celsius here. Here's to Destiny and Melina and their future together and our future together. Thank you for watching <laughs> the Sauzcast here on Valuetainment. <laughs> Subscribe, like, all that. That's a great plug right sure, there. Yeah. Here's to you, brother. <laughs> We're just having fun here. Just having fun. <laughs> Shots. Uh, then we have our next one by Cheeky Planet. $10. Thank you. For Destiny, name one female and one female celebrity you would smash. I never understood the whole like celebrity obsession thing. There's not like... Yeah. Um, I've never been like, oh my God, this celebrity is so hot. Um if I had to pick one, yeah. I would definitely say from my childhood, oh. uh, Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny? From Space Jam. Cartoon. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so of all girls so in the hot. world, you're oh banging a fictitious rabbit. Either that or the He's girl. you got some serious He's sexual shit going Either that or the girl with the weird eye thing from Game of Thrones. What's her name? I think. I'm not sure. She has like, um, is it, it's not Rose Paul. What's the thing where part, you've got like partial face paralysis? She mm. was the, um, was her name Margaret? Margie? In Game of Thrones, you know remember. who I'm talking to. Of course you know. Anyway. I don't remember names. So that's your pick? Melina, who's Four your pick? Faces. Who's your pick? Celebrities. Bill Gates, she already said, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Bill Gates is, but I'd bang him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Dua Lipa so these days. She is. Dua, just, you're uh -oh. all up in my DMs. Just you're like, just doing it for him. <laughs> next time I'm in London, just I'll holler. But until then, like, let a boy live, all right? Go ahead. I think uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is pretty cool. Who's that? Anya Taylor-Joy. That's a girl? Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah. Which show movie is she in? Um, Queen's Gambit. Oh, that girl. Okay. I yeah. don't know. But of all people, you want to, you're picking a girl. Yeah. Respect. Fuck these guys. She's like 35% now, right? Yeah. You, why would you ever want another man? You got all the fucking manliness you'll ever need in your life right here. Yeah, good and sweatpants and Thank big D. Absolutely. Let's go. Then we have a Viva La... Uh, da, 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 Viva La... Where did it go? Uh, Viva La Daryl. Can you please let Steven know Destiny is a girl's name? I think he may... Uh, listen, I'm going to answer this one for Steven. Yeah. I, I think he's familiar with all these things before. I get it. Yes. Um, You know, you want to answer that? But no, man. It's okay. okay. It could be, it's a noun. It could be anybody's name. Okay. And we sure. got a, we got another one from Terrell uh, Xavier. Uh, he said, "If if one ended open relationships don't happen often, why does the divorce rate of ten percent so low when uh, sex outside of marriage is at a higher rate?" 
Why is the divorce rate so low for what? Ten percent divorce rate. That sounds really low. I don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah. Nat, let's pause. Nat, let's pass super chat. Okay. We're gonna come back after this last topic. We'll do only read the best super chats possible. All right, I'm gonna. If read... you want to get your comment, if you want Destiny to respond to your comment, if you want me to respond to your comment, want Melina to respond to your comment to your super chat. We'll do that in the last yeah. five minutes of the show. Only the best ones only. $50. We got $50 yeah. only? Yeah, $50 Okay, $50 only. Right. At, least yes. higher than at least 20 or higher. At least 20 or higher. 20 or higher, but okay. 50 for sure will get priority. Absolutely. And we will answer the questions. We've got one topic left, and then we'll wrap up. Maybe yeah. we do another shot. I don't know if Melina lets you, bro. Yeah. You I can do whatever do the one? fuck I want to do. Really? That's right. But I'm not going to do another because oh. I drove here. <laughs> I drove That's here right, from Miami. This is the dog. Okay. I'll do whatever I want to do. I'm going to get yeah. you DUI I'm going to be totally shot. honest with you, okay? Yeah. I'm all about saving money and being yes. financially responsible, okay? Yes. My license plates and registration are four years expired, so if I get pulled <laughs> oh, no. over, I don't know if I go to jail instantly, so let's not risk it, okay? Keep it clean. Save that money. <laughs> Respect. Save that identity. I got Nebraska plates on that car, guys. Okay, so last topic. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on this, but it's politics. You know, you're a pretty political guy. You said you're in the 15-yard line. You said that you're um, um, you're not a communist, not a socialist, but you're kind of... riding with Biden. You're riding with Biden. Yeah. And that brings me to my point. I saw you do a clip, and respect to you, you went on, I think, a college campus, and you said, Joe Biden has been a good president. Yeah. Changed my mind. He's done a tremendous job in office. Mm -hmm. So you kind of credited everything he's doing in Ukraine. You said he's doing a massive work there. The infrastructure bill, child tax credit. He works with both sides, sort of not, you know, bipartisanship. And he's kind of cooled down the rhetoric, I think, under Trump. Obviously, the rhetoric was pretty extreme. Um, but his approval ratings are not good, dude. Like, they're not as bad as, I think they're worse than Trump or they're hovering around Trump, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, they're giving a run for each other's money as far as, yeah. like, who's worse, whatever. But he's not doing great, I think most people would say, according to approval ratings. So what grade would you give Biden for his first two years in office? I'm going to give him, like, an A-. minus. A-? minus. I think he's done about all he can do, yeah. <laughs> what? What I think that the reason why his approval is so is low. Happening here? I think the reason why his approval is so low is that one was Afghanistan. That was a huge drop for him, which I thought we did about as well as we could. Like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like, it was always gonna be a shit show leaving, but fuck, we're yeah. out. No Americans dead. Like, damn. Well, no, it was a shit show leaving. There were it wasn't Americans that much. dead. Wait, how many did Americans die? I thought it was just people. There were some. There was some shit that happened there. Were there Americans die or was you there have, Afghanistan? You have to admit that that, that uh, the way that they exited Afghanistan. How was else? A fucking well, how disaster. could it have been differently? Okay, so for example, and uh, you know, I'm not a um, a Kabul airport expert. But I am. You should have probably, you should have probably vacated everyone you wanted to get out of there, maintained the airport, and then turned it over to the Taliban. But they were just like they abandoned the airport. It was a shit show. We all saw that scene of everyone running on the air on the tarmac. It was a disaster. I mean, I definitely think there were people that were upset that America was leaving, but like it was always coming. Like the timetables had already been negotiated after the round of Doha talks, the agreements. Like Biden had already postponed at one time. Mm -hmm. Like I think that it feels like the understanding was just that like the part of the people of like that Afghanistani government were just hoping that America would never leave. But I mean, like it was always going to happen. It was always going to be shitty. I mean, you could say like maybe they could try to secure the airport, but then there would probably would have just been violence or protest while they okay. tried to secure the airport. So, like, I mean, we're in agreement it, that Afghanistan was a disaster. So no, it wasn't. But we're gone. We're out. I agree with that. The violence and everything was relatively nobody low. And we're in this finally, there. well, but Touché. we did, but it kept getting pushed off and off and okay, off. So and nobody wanted to leave. Even Donald Trump, who was negotiating the timetables, did it after his election. Nobody wanted to be the guy that actually fucking left because everybody knew it was probably going to be a little bit messy. So but you're we saying did. that he has balls for doing it. Yeah, he actually did it. He could Because what Biden could have done is he could have said, you know what? We're actually thinking about this. We're going to stay for four more years just to figure it out. And he could have pushed it off to the next president, but he didn't. He pulled the trigger and we left. 
left. I feel and you on I that. get mad process. The, the exit was a disaster, but the the it fact that he rough. exited, the fact that he rough. exited was ultimately a good thing, net positive. Um, so without Afghanistan, you're saying that he would have been an A plus because um, you gave him an A minus. I mean, there's always probably things he could do better. But I mean, like he's passed like two pieces of major legislation at this point. One is the biggest like expenditure of green energy we've ever seen in the history of the United States. The other infrastructure bill was the largest infrastructure bill in the history of the United States. That's impressive, giving only 50 votes in the Senate. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, he seems to be and he brought like what, like 16 Republican senators over on that infrastructure bill, which was impressive. Like a lot of people thought it couldn't be done, but he managed to do that. Um, I think that his um, I don't know if it was that high, but I'm not going to I'm not going to fact check. Okay, but he got it was like 13. Okay, okay, my bad. Jamie, pull up the fucking number on wikipedia okay <laughs> jamie was it joe yeah. rogan yeah i don't know if you <laughs> if you're gonna fucking fact check me on the exact number of senators just, do you want I, names and addresses next yes. or like okay lisa murkowski yeah, and uh, okay. joe manchin oh my bad okay um so he did a good job at that um i thought that he navigated the difficult coronavirus stuff as well as possible i'm a big fan of like a lot of the stimulus and relief that went out we, the america the united states did i think more than almost any other country in the world except i think maybe japan might have done per capita higher mm -hmm. um but yeah, I think his his toning down of the rhetoric, not like insulting people or being crazy. The, that presidential decorum is back, even if he might be a little bit senile. I think okay, okay. By the way, did, yeah. did you vote for Obama? Um, the first time I voted for Ron Paul <laughs> was back in two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, the second time I think I didn't vote because I was like, "Fuck politics." Um, gotcha. And then after that, I voted for. So Hillary. you were not an Obama guy. Um, I probably just was a little bit disconnected. 2012, I would have probably been like living in Poland or something. I just didn't care much about politics. Gotcha. Playing and video then, games, and streaming. Then in, yeah. And then in 2016, you voted for Hillary? Yes. Okay, and then obviously you're not a Trump guy and, not, and now Biden. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I mean, you have to admit that you know, inflation's kind of out of control. The yeah, but consumer fuck, what is prices, the, yeah, the war in control, Ukraine, gas all that prices shit. are out well, of how, control. What the fuck does Biden do about that? About what? How does Biden control inflation and gas prices? What do you mean? All the money that was printed. All the fucking, you know, the regulation that he's putting out there. Well, when you say money that was printed, yeah, should I, we granted, have just said, granted, like, Trump printed a ton of money too. Yeah, I'm Trump not defending. Did print a ton of money. This isn't. A, I'm a pro Biden. I'm anti Trump. The, yeah, here's one of the frustrating things about this. Okay, is that people will get mad at Biden for printing money. But Biden had to print money, okay? We were in the coronavirus pandemic. If we were going to do lockdowns, now maybe you're post-lockdowns, whatever. But if we did do lockdowns, we needed things like the PPP. We needed things like expanded unemployment insurance. That had to happen or we were going to fucking collapse as a country. And we didn't. Uh, the middle class saved more money. The total outlays were so low because so many services closed. Middle class saved an ungodly amount of money and generally made it through unscathed. And people that were collecting unemployment insurance made more money during some of the unemployment shit than they did working, which was generally good. Okay, that. Um, but the second thing is that Trump, this motherfucker, not only did he have a massive booming economy, during that economy, the Federal Reserve didn't raise interest rates to put the brakes on anything. What the fuck? And he did a huge fucking tax cut bill, which was all done via, via deficit spending. Why the fuck does he get a pass on that? People are like, oh, Trump, he did tax cuts. Cool. He didn't cut any of the part of the budget of the government. And the Fed kept interest rates at fucking 0% for how fucking long. And now we're at a place where we need more wiggle room on inflation. And guess what happened under Trump? 20%, 20%, 20% market growth year after year after year, year over year over year. And now that Biden has to spend for the coronavirus pandemic. And now that we've got inflation, it's like, oh, well, what the fuck, Biden? What are you doing? It's like the, the economy should have been cooling off under Trump. Rates should have risen. But when they talked mm -hmm. about it, when Powell talked about it, Trump was literally on Twitter – 
like a fucking crybaby, talking about like, oh, I'm going to fucking do this, fucking fire this guy, blah, blah, blah. He was so fucking sad, throwing a temper tantrum because people were talking about raising rates then to slow the economy down, and they didn't do it. And then Trump did a massive tax cut, which would pump even more money in the economy, and like now it's Biden's fault. Like, yeah, what the fuck? And, and believe me, I'm not a Trump apologist. And this I'm happens, not, I, by the way, this happens time after time after time. Obama comes in office off the heels of Bush fucking destroying the world economy with the whole housing crisis. It wasn't Bush's fault, to be fair. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's this trend of like, Democrat comes in office, has to clean up the fucking pieces of the Republican nightmare that was left there, and then somehow Republicans are always called fiscally responsible, despite the fact that they spend like crazy on overseas wars. They spend like crazy on tax cuts that aren't paired with budget cuts. Uh, Bush, you know, like doubled the size of the Department of Education with no child of mine. Like, it's fuck, fuck Republicans. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. So, okay, but, you know, Trump doesn't control Powell as far as raising the interest rates. So obviously, you see what's happening right now. They're raising it. He did make a stink about it on Twitter, but yeah. Well, you know, they made a stink about everything on Twitter, bro. He did. That's not anything new for this part for the course. But, um, all right, so midterms are coming up right now. True. What do you think is going to happen in the midterms? I don't know, man. I've you been playing a lot of video games, and I've been talking about fucking red pill shit. You can't just fucking go down a fucking speech right there about politics. And when I ask you, I haven't hey, followed the what Here's, are your importance? Listen, what are your opinion of what's happening right now is more next week? Boring to me than like, did you see what the polls said <laughs> yesterday? Did you see what the polls said today? Did you see what the polls said tomorrow? Like, dude, I don't give a fuck. I'm not like, I'll probably a week before I'll start going yeah. over candidates, looking at shit or whatever. But like, I don't need the fucking play by play Got every it. two fucking seconds. Five thirty eight updates. They're fucking political forecast for the senate okay because every feeling you have one week later is going to be completely different Got like it. i don't need to be changing my opinions or my feelings like that's like some that's like some obsessive like uh, like I, i'm treating like politics as a fucking hobby and i've got like my fantasy sports team and i'm stressing out every fucking week about it like yeah i actually agree with you the only <clears throat> Uh, what i want to know is melina when when destiny was doing that that little gyration thing sorry was that a turn on or no it was not <laughs> no <laughs> it was not why it's your man somebody looks like <laughs> you know why she doesn't like, like that? It's because the it only time like I make that pacer is when I'm fucking her mom. Another, shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what Happy the fuck? Friday. Takes she one shot. He's jerking all over his mom. Which is I make, a lot, I make a lot of your mom jokes. That's what I'm saying. About her a mom. A lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. And Hold my, on. Wait, wait, wait. And wait. My sisters. Not her mom. Yeah. Our mom. Because we're married. That's my mother-in-law. <laughs> what does what does her mom think of the, these types yeah. of jokes? Hopefully, Hopefully she, she doesn't, doesn't watch know. any of them. <laughs> if she watches them, I don't know. You're gonna have to. Oh no! Them. If I she saw any have, of them, she would have been in my you're DMs have a right Swedish now. Mother. For sure. I mean, Absolutely. I hope okay. that she watches so, my streams either. So thank God. <laughs> thank good for you. All right. Last couple of things. Oh, um, so you're giving Biden an A minus. You agreed on everything I just said, right? Fuck. No, I'm just not gonna okay. fight you on this. Okay, that's Why it's more about your opinion? Okay. Because you're. I don't want to. I don't want you to facts, but yeah. I don't want you to fucking jerk off all over me next thing you know. I don't need all that. Okay. But you you must agree. I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback. Good. You're talking to somebody that did not vote for Trump. Wink, wink, if you know what I'm saying. You voted. Okay. Okay. But he's not an A- minus president, bro. Are you trolling people by that? Maybe you want to give him a B. Maybe. Okay, but the guy's nonsensical at best. You. Okay, people are, people are pointing to his speeches, okay? I'm wondering, like, what is he getting done? Okay, that's what I care about. Okay, you're obsessed with the sweatpants. I'm obsessed with the progress. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. Okay, if you wanted me to fucking rate him on his speech, okay, yes. I'll give him a D. All right, speaking abilities are not that great. Okay, thank you for being but, honest. Right. Yes. Okay, yeah, for sure. But okay. I will say. That's a bigger hit to Trump than Biden, because if Biden is stumbling around as this senile, like mentally deficient old man, he's still accomplishing a million things more than Trump managed to get done, which was very little of anything during his four years. So, well, I mean, I'm not going to defend Trump here, but he did. Yeah, no do Trump some defenders stuff. ever seem to want to defend Trump when I'm on their fucking <laughs> I'm show. Not, I didn't That's vote really, for Trump. Oh, I'm not okay. a Trump guy. Okay, That's like right. that. I'm just being clear here. Okay, yeah, you. Um, right. But as someone that um, 
at least initially voted for Biden or supported Biden just because I wasn't a Trump guy, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give that guy an A minus, bro. What What are your so inflation? I don't know what the fuck Biden's supposed to do about that. What has he done wrong? What could he do better? How I'm just this? comparing him to previous presidents, like and Trump. Whether, <laughs> what, well, I'm, I'm, Trump, but like, I think they're both fucking disasters. To okay, be honest what could you. Biden have done better? Ask. I just that. think the way that he he's just not a leader. It's just it's it's he very clear tweet enough for you or what? No, I'm glad he's not tweeting. It's just it's very clear that that's not he. Like he came in as this like bipartisan guy. I'm a, yeah. I'm old Joe. I'm gonna get shit done. I'm gonna work with the across and he the has, aisle. He has got. I feel shit like done. he's bending to the woke crowd, and he's gone sprinted left. How is he bending to the woke crowd? What did he sprint to the left on? Dude, there's so many things. to talk Okay, well, about. name one of them. <laughs> well, okay, so like Corinne Saint Pierre, Jean Pierre, like even Kamala. He's just nominating people because they okay, check a box. He nominated Kamala because but not because she's Kamala's horrible, by the way. Not because she's smart, because she's intelligent, because she's brilliant. It's because she was a black female and she checked a box. Sure. Th- He's playing that That's game. how your VP nominations work. You check a box. You're from like a state that I need to win. You're um, somebody that covers a lot of the demographic that I miss. You need so to for win instance, California. Like, you're going to win fucking California no, 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 easily. No, 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 no. Runaway. That's covered, layup. Well, part of the worry probably of the Biden administration is that like it's another really old white guy who's maybe not far left enough. And Kamala yeah. Harris covers a lot of ground there. She's young. She's black or or Jamaican or whatever the fuck she is. Um, she I think was, I'm Indian. Indian sure. Indian. She's like very progressive like that's good right kind of like trump nominating pence who is like the exact opposite of trump in every single way he's a man who has a lot of moral integrity and good character right all the things that trump did the christian evangelical sure yeah or anybody that had any moral backbone whatsoever (laughs) that's good i know you're not um all right last thing with here with this so you've said in that same situation with trump uh Mm -hmm. with biden you seem to be a fan of the IRS. So you love the increase of the agents of the IRS. I think they I think they brought like 80,000 new uh, IRS agents in. You said it's Thanks. awesome. How they how could you be against the IRS? It makes the government money. We need more IRS agents. That's how governments work. These are your words. It taxes citizens and that's how we make money for them, all right? That's how we, you have to tax citizens to pay for the government. Cool. So, with that being said, like how much do you pay in taxes, would you say? Way too fucking much. Way too much. <laughs> so are you okay with paying more in taxes? Here's my feelings. If you don't like the tax code, then we need to change the tax code, not the enforcement mechanism. If there's a law that you don't like, the solution isn't to get rid of police officers. The solution is to change the law. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there that cheat like motherfuckers on their taxes, and the IRS can't go after them. If you cheat on your taxes, fuck you, okay? I'm a public figure, and I get reported on every fucking thing that I do. Our immigration shit has to be above board all of my business structure my taxes have to be above board so you have to have your shit above board too so if you're doing some weird fucking shit if you're 1099 people that you should w2 if you've got like weird businesses that you're doing bad loans out of that you know the irs should be able to cover you on that and you should be called the fuck out if you're abusing that tax code if you want the tax code to change change it but don't underfund the irs get rid of the enforcement mechanism change what's being enforced so i i can appreciate what you're saying especially if you're going after bad actors of course if you're cheating on your taxes are you about to talk to me fucking- about the cash app and venmo people is that where we're going with this no i don't know is that what's, what's okay, that whole good. thing that they're going to be cracking down on people making $300 on Cash App was like the... I don't know. That's, a min- that's okay. minimal stuff. But True. like you're making a lot of money now, right? I'd so, say so, yeah. Yeah, good for you. But part of the agenda, uh, especially on the, the more progressive side, is higher taxation, right? Higher capital gains tax. Tax, 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 tax. Tax the rich. You're a rich guy now. 
at what point do you be like, well, I don't want to, like you said, you pay a lot of taxes. So how much is too much? Maybe you're paying, okay, you well, know, I just came from fucking California and I'm pretty sure my effective tax was like 43 fucking percent Correct. by the time I was done with my shit. And that's why Here's you left California, issue. bro. One of the reasons, okay? Of Here's course. the issue that I have, okay? I don't mind tax increases, but we need to pair it with like good spending, okay? I hate to say this, and I hate to say it even more in front of my fucking wife, okay? But <laughs> European cities are so much better than American cities and it's fucking embarrassing, okay? That... Even yeah, though I, I remember I moved to Poland for three months in like 2012, okay? And I'm like a, an American, and Poland is what? Like a third world country, horrible place, blah, blah, blah. Bro, I lived in Warsaw for three months, and I never felt like I needed a car ever. Public transit, I, running uh, around the city. I noticed that when the when we talked about the drinking stuff, I saw people in chess like, Melina doesn't drive. And I'm like, no, I don't have to fucking drive. I'm from yeah, Europe. You can, like, you've got all I these places that are walking. Like, bro, I yeah. live in Miami, in Little Havana. You know where I live, I guess. Yes. I can't walk to, or I can, but it's like a 20-minute walk to get anywhere. To any I don't know even why possible. you moved there. You were, you but I'm saying the, that I could live in any European city. You moved in the worst area of you Miami. You say that, but there are no worse areas. You should have moved to downtown. There you should have moved to no, South Beach. Sure, you maybe will. Everything's yeah, out your block. And maybe will. But you shouldn't need to move to those areas to have like a fucking bus that this picks you up. That more than Bro. once every hour okay, or whatever. Listen, okay, you chose a bad place in Miami to live. If you chose any other, like for instance, I spent a lot of time in London. Okay, if I lived in the center of London. I would have all the access, but I lived in fucking outside of London, you in the outskirts live, of Birmingham. I probably take, wouldn't have that. Did you take the, the tube center? in London? You can get anywhere you, in London. Yeah, you like, can just get anywhere yeah. super fast. What do you mean? It's so easy. There's you the were, whole subway. American there's brain. buses. You were using there's... the subway. Well, I'm just Wait, saying, I was you... with my girlfriend at the time. She's British, so I don't know. I don't. I don't do anything. Wait, did you not use the? Did you ever go on the subway? Of course, the tube. Of yeah, course. you can go anywhere. Yes. How it's cool is that? Easy. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, but you America all, is not doing that at all. But in a video game, now it's like fast travel points, except in your cities. You can also do that in New York, though. You can also you can do, do that. But New, New York, York City Boston. is the only yeah. place. Why the fuck? You is can't do that in my because Americans we drive cars, and Americans we drive trucks, and we got nuts hanging from the back of the trucks. Get some fucking nuts in the back of your truck, buddy. Sucks. It it's pisses really me off. Bad, so my yeah. issue is that, like, if I lived in a place like the like fucking Amsterdam or Stockholm or Paris or London or whatever, and I paid forty five percent taxes, life. then fucking I'll do it. Quality life. So how about this crazy idea? Wait, wait, wait. Crazy I live, idea. I live, in, I live on, in California. On, I live in California. Move to fucking Sweden with True. her. Then why are you in America? Because then I'd be surrounded by fucking Europeans. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bro. Holy shit. Exactly. Okay. So you're talking out of both sides of your fucking mouth. You're not. Hold on. You're an American now because we're married. My lovely wife. No, you're Swedish now. No. Absolutely fucking we're, not. My plan okay. is that we're gonna go to Sweden and we're gonna have <laughs> oh, a kid over there. She's got a plan for you, buddy. That's what we're gonna do. Let me put it this way: If World War Three happens, I'm fighting on the American team, not the fucking Swedish team. Okay? And if you fight on the Swedish team, you're gone. I'm signing the papers. Okay? You're out of here. Okay? You're out of here. Relationship. Okay? Um, but yeah, well, no. I mean, like the, the problem in California that I have is that like I pay so much in taxes, yeah. and LA sucks. It's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yes. Like, and I don't mean this as anything. Like, God, we need to help homeless people. We need to do shit. There, how are there so many underpass homeless cities? It's unbelievable. Why are all the streets? I talk about driving my Focus RS. I, I kind of sound like, oh, I like my Focus RS. You want to know the real reason why I didn't buy a nicer car? It's because every time you come out of a fucking gas station, you're going into like fucking Death Valley. <laughs> like, it's horrible. The streets are fucked. The sidewalks are fucked. There are homeless people everywhere. Yeah, but I that's like because the, the... of super liberal progressive policies and high taxation, don't you think? But you why know... is it that in European cities with high taxation and not just policies. that like, we don't have to pay, we get paid to go to school and we don't have to pay like a fucking why do they, they, they do it so well listen we don't I'm have not to, here well, to defend up. the Wait, shit on Europe <laughs> okay I, yeah 
how come we don't have to like pay a shit ton if we get hurt or if we get sick or anything like that? If I get sick, I'm fucked. Because you have socialized medicine there, of course. We, and you're just, paying we 50% don't have to pay taxes. for shit. Yeah, exactly. But we get something out of the taxes. That's what do we get for our money in the United States? Because we pay a lot of healthcare. Yes, California, bro, you got articles shit. written like, "Yo, if you get injured, as long as you're not going to bleed out within an hour, you're probably better off taking an Uber than an ambulance." That's fucking wild. <laughs> No doubt that That's our that our that our shit. healthcare situation is a fucking disaster. And the public here. transport. But do you think and the government's going to help solve that here in America? It has in every other. Okay, what is your what is your yeah, but, in our background? What do you do? Wait, uh, what? Do, I what, work in finance, mean? insurance, actually. Okay, yes. I don't know if it's the same insurance. I bet it is. Okay, but in the tech world, if you've got a problem that you need to solve, okay, the really good people innovate but the best people copy okay if something works for somebody else then you copy it and then maybe you iterate on that but you don't ever try to reinvent the wheel with every fucking thing you do right so when we as the united states look at every other fucking country of the world and we see how they do education we see how they do healthcare, we see how they do transportation why do we have to be the odd one out on every single one of these issues and they all suck in the united states so this sounds like you would support the bernie sanders plan I don't know what Bernie Sanders' plan is. Which one? What are you talking about? He wants to socialize all the medicine here. No, we don't have to. It doesn't have to be socialized. But at the very least, there should be a public option. Like it's kind of how like there's Medicare for all, but then there's like meds. Yeah, like plans. in France and shit, they've got like multi-payer systems where if you want to pay yeah. a little bit more because you want the nurse that jerks you off or whatever, that's fine. Who doesn't but want that? But for everybody Destiny? else, for everybody, well, people in committed monogamous relationships aren't one and open, okay? <laughs> um, f- like you should have the option of like going to the hospital and not having to like ruin your fucking life over it. Okay. In my opinion. Last question because we yeah. do need to wrap up. Okay. Um, you know, I think part of I- I'm enjoying this discussion, and um, there's a lot of things we agree with, a lot of things we disagree with, and I think that's sort of symbolic for most America. I think most Americans agree on 90% of things. I agree. Most then, humans, I think, agree on like I think 90% so. of things. Yeah. And I think the problem here in America, whether it's the media, whether it's politicians, that they drive divisiveness, they drive basically sensationalize any issue. Um, obviously, tribalism is a real thing. You know, speaking in echo chambers, depending on where you're getting your media. But 90% of the time, people agree. Uh, and there's this te- 10% that is, that they drive a wedge between us and they focus on that. Like one of the things I always say is, you know, when I wear a fucking American flag or I, I wear red, white, and blue, I'm not on team red or team blue, all right, despite being a green pill guy. But I think, you know, conversations like this and and discourse like this needs to be more, like, this is a, this to be, needs to be more of a thing, I think. And I think it's not, there's not echo chambers, like, we don't agree on everything, but we're coming, finding common ground. At the end of the day, we're going to take a shot and keep it moving if she lets you have a, take a shot again. So uh, where I'm going with this is like if you don't agree with somebody, you can't silence them. So we've seen that Trump's been silenced. We think, we've seen Tate's been silenced. We've yeah, seen Kanye get in silence. You've seen your boy Sneeko get in silence. I think you've been banned from Twitch and even Twitter. Yeah. Okay? And these are big tech leftist global digital governments that are doing that to you. So like... How are you grappling with your progressive values, with freedom of speech? Like, you know, in my opinion, the left is screaming, democracy, democracy, like January 6th. They're trying to come for our democracy. And the right is kind of screaming, freedom, freedom. Like you're taking away our freedoms, our, our freedom <clears throat> to say what we want to say or whether we not need to have a vaccine or something like that. Have you ever seen, so how have are you seen co- like come TikTok with or like Reddit videos of people trying to take a picture of like eight puppies? You ever seen any videos like this? It'll be like a time lapse thing of like they've got like one puppy here, they get another one, they yeah, get it, but every time they put another puppy, they're like do. running of course, off of or course. whatever, right? Herding cats, I believe, is the term. Democracy is like that, where we have to constantly put our puppies back and we can't let them run off because when that happens, things get fucking insane. I am a progressive through and through. I believe in a lot of progressive ideals. I believe in things like racial equity, not just equality. I believe in things like um 
like remedying, uh, like remedying the issues between men and women, not just paying some more or not just seeing like 50-50 graduation rates or whatever, right? I think there are a lot of good conversations you can have there. But the problem is that when you start to ax off all of the disagreement, it's like I said earlier with my video game example. One of the most important lessons that I learned managing like a video game corporation when we're trying to decide which, which spaceships to build is anytime we want to build something, I need somebody. I just have to appoint one person on the other end saying don't do it and then tell me why. Chances are we're still going to do it, but it's so good to know the drawbacks of what you're doing and to stay reined in at least a little bit for what's actually fucking happening. And as progressives and conservatives, or MAGA Republicans especially, have gotten like driven off into their own corners, they are accelerating, okay? It's like the red shift of the universe. that the, They are accelerating away from each other faster and faster mm-hmm. to where like if you talk about a 15 an hour minimum wage, progressives will call that a slave wage. It's gotta be 25 an hour. That's the floor. Or for MAGA Republicans, like you're not a true patriot if you don't acknowledge that the election was fucking stolen. And I think that a lot of these problems are coming from the fact that these people just don't even communicate with each other we have like two separate realities in the united states that are being driven further and further apart because people refuse to talk to each other because people like you said they have this fundamental misunderstanding that republicans think that democrats want to destroy the country democrats think republicans want to destroy the country that's not true everybody wants to like be able to work a decent job be able to like spend some time with their family and spend some time with their friends and yeah like that's like more or less like what everybody wants and we have to recognize the the reason is you think the other side is the enemy and that's just not the case yeah they just disagree with how they want to get things done even the people believe it or not even the people with the four-year-old babies that they say are trans they just want what's best for their kids they're really fucking crazy i acknowledge it but they're coming from a good place and even on the right the people that are blue lives matter and black people need to work harder to build their kids even those people or the people that are like fuck social health care they're saying it from a place of like well i think it'd be better if the government didn't control everything and we work on our own communities right everybody's coming from a place of compassion generally maybe not some of the media leaders but the people are and the sooner people recognize that the sooner we can kind of like come back together and talk to each other and like even if we don't agree at least we can fucking work together because that's yeah. kind of the only way our system works. I would lo- I say this all the time. I would love for whoever the next president is, I would love for them to be the type of person who can get a 60% approval rating. Very hard to do in America today. But I'm know. sure Biden will be there by the end of his Buddy, term. Absolutely. Got enough, God, he's going to be there. Yeah, I, I feel it. I don't I know, know if you genuinely believe that I believe or if you're it. trolling people. He's there. He'll get there. He'll get there. You are he's fucking doing as out well of control, as he can. Brother. God. Biden's but, out hey, of control. I, w- so I wish good. you luck. Yeah. Genuinely. I hope we get there. Whoever it is. Um, this has been fun. Read a couple of uh, final super chats. Let's wrap this thing up and then we'll give our final message. Go ahead. All right. I'm just going to read this last one. Go, Nat. He go. He gave $100. Thanks, Lohan. We appreciate you. Appreciate I think he actually commented yesterday as well. So shout out to you. Uh, but he said, I'm 60 fit, wealthy, and I bone more in my 50s than all the other decades combined. DR, Colombia, and Brazil. <laughs> Thanks, Lohan. Shout we out to the guys in Colombia. And that was the last chat for today. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. So, um, what, this is what I call the the happy ending part of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Where we have the opportunity to kind of say what you stand for and what you what you agree, uh, what you disagree. You have a camera, you've got a bunch of people watching. Um, aspirational, all right. So speaking of the term aspirational, like I'm all about aspiring men to be better, improve your status. When you improve your status, improve your network, improve your life, improve your wealth, improve your women. Everything kind of happens from there. So I think Tate kind of has that perspective. I think Fresh and Fit have the perspective. I think Sneeko kind of has a perspective. I think the people you speak with have that perspective. What's your aspirational message? Like, what do you want people to take away from you? What do you want to be known for? 
<clears throat> I think that where I'm at right now with my political messaging is just to acknowledge that like most people are coming from a good place. And when you talk to somebody, you can't start from the assumption that the other person is your enemy or they want what's worse for the country. Like you have to start from the idea that like everybody generally wants people to be happy. They're just coming at it from a different angle. And when you see people not as adversaries, but as like companions with far different beliefs than you, your ability to work with them and to build a better country for everybody will be dramatically improved. I can appreciate that. I sat down with, you know who Daryl Davis is? Yes. You do know who he is. Yeah. Okay. So I did a fucking, uh, probably, this is the only interview I've probably done that's uh, not as long as Daryl Davis, meaning like, I don't know, we're going two and a half mm -hmm. hours here, whatever we are. Daryl Davis was a three hour marathon, but it was so amazing. You're, you know, familiar who he is? He's a black man, black musician that sits down with KKK members and gets them to, uh, he's the spark in their brain that gets them to basically disavow the kkk and it's an amazing thing but he basically said what you said is that everybody has their opinions everybody has their beliefs how they got it how they were indoctrinated you know that's not for you to judge but it, it that's the reality but if you treat them with respect and you humanize them and not dehumanize them and oh you don't know shit you're an idiot name calling and you treat them with respect you become the spark that basically it takes for them to kind of sort of realize what they need to do or realize what's wrong so i fully agree with you is that if you treat people with respect no matter how much you disagree, you can find common ground. And kind of what we said that 90, I think Americans, most Americans, most people in the world agree on 90% of the things, but it's a 10% that you want to use to basically villainize and demonize and make the other person your enemy. So mm -hmm. I appreciate what you're saying on that. Beyond politics, what do you want to be known for? Beyond politics? Yeah. I lied earlier. I am going to go back to League of Legends and I am going to play that game <laughs> fucking 12 hours a day. And I am going to be good at it. When you get home and you drive home with your beautiful 24-year-old Swedish wife, walk me through what's going to happen. Is there more likely that you guys are going to go upstairs to the bedroom and do your thing or are you going to go play video games? Uh, I've got a talk with an Australian philosophy professor scheduled at 8 o'clock. Which so you is, have an hour to play video games or bang your hot wife. Well, it's seven o'clock right now. So. What do you pick, Destiny? Oh, for bang your wife or go bang out some video games. Today? Yes. It'd be bang my wife. But if we've been fighting, it'll be playing video games. Hey, you play your cards right, girl. You're gonna get banged <laughs> out. Job. Listen, okay. Malina. Video games don't fight with you. They don't judge you. They're always That's there true. for you. Okay. Malina, uh, I'll allow you. I'll allow you to do the same thing that we gave to Destiny. This is the happy ending. You have some final words. You've got a very interesting relationship, but I appreciate you sitting down and give, yeah. being real. And fun. you've got you've got to deal with a handful over here, she but does. it seems like it's well mm. worth it. What's your take on all this, Molina? Take on the entire everything. What do you want to be people to take away From about me. you um, and your relationship with our guy Destiny here? Um, I don't know. I feel like I didn't really talk about anything that is like super important to me to talk about. Melina, <laughs> you called me. Like, I never really got the questions, but I mean, we talked about the relationship. I think people should try to find what is meaningful, uh, what makes them feel happy. So not just like go do the thing that seems cool because this other person did it, or my parents tells me to date this person, or Andrew Tate is telling me to date this person and treat this person this way. I think you should try to like go like into yourself, try to get to know yourself, and try to find someone that you can share moments or small little things in life with i think that's really important there you go um, so, so with her sometimes you gotta you go. pull it out yeah. you gotta pull it out but it's great it's meaningful yeah. that's you're 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 a gentleman sir nat you want to give us your final thoughts before we wrap up um final thoughts i would have to say kind of similar to actually melina i think uh finding more of a deeper meaning of what you are doing in life and in your choices and um even with what destiny said about how he found some of his business advice through video games not always things may look the way it seems so i think you know come 
you know, have conversations from a neutral perspective and understanding and uh, give a fair platform like we do mm-hmm. here at SauceCast at Valuetainment for conversation um, just to kind of stimulate your mind and kind of get help you get clarity of what you want and know what's out there. So that's... I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. I'm generally coming from a place of curiosity. Right. You're a weird dude, bro, but weird in a good way. You're smart. You're talented. You're opinionated. You're also a video gamer. You're also into chicks. You're also into guys. You're also... <laughs> Politics. Somehow you think Biden's doing a fucking A plus job, A minus job, A minus. <laughs> but I'm coming from a place of genuine curiosity because I think if you do that, you'll begin to understand. Like for instance, the video game thing. I was pretty harsh on you with how I feel about video games, but you made me see that there actually are some advantages to video games. I mean, I'm not going to start playing video games anytime soon, but I, at least I understand some of the benefits of it rather than oh, they're all losers and they just nothing come of it. But I think that's what most people need to take from this: is that whoever you're sitting down with. Whoever, whether they're left, right, purple, green, whatever, come from a place of trying to understand, trying to empathize, put yourself in their shoes rather than judge, rather than, oh, destiny's on. I'm going to shit talk this guy today. Get out of the show. I want to understand what's going on here. I want to understand what's going on here. I think the audience actually won from just sitting here and listening to what happened today. With that being said, I think we're about to hit 100,000 subscribers. Would you fucking subscribe and show some love to what we're doing here? If you like what we got going on here, we appreciate you. We appreciate Destiny and Melina. I hope you go home and have a little fun. Don't play video games, bro. Treat, <laughs> it's the weekend. Treat your girl right. I wish everybody a great weekend. It's Friday here in Miami, South Beach. We're going out tonight. If I see you out in the streets, come say hi. <laughs> Don't say hi. <laughs> Don't say hi. Until <laughs> uh, next time. We do this every Thursday, Friday in the Sauce Cast. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Save that money. Bye.